This week's episode of the Co-Optional Podcast is proudly sponsored by Squarespace. Get 10% off your first order at squarespace.com slash co-optional. Create your own professional-looking website with no prior knowledge required at squarespace.com slash co-optional. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome, welcome to the Co-Optional Podcast. After two weeks of absence, we've been lazing it up over here. Mm. Hello. I just yelled Hi. at my chat for tell- for leaving twinge reviews that say that I'm bad at games. Ah, yeah, dude. I, I didn't even know about that site until a couple of days ago, and now I'm really self-conscious. I literally yeah. just found out about it. Because Grender was talking about it, and I went to look, and it was like interaction five, humor four point seven, gaming skill level two point seven, and I was like, "Fuck you guys!" Dude, I've got like a one point eight on about everything, and I'm just like, "Great, I, I'm, I'm mediocre. <laughs> I'll take that actually. You know, that's not too what, bad." What Twinge taught me today is that <laughs> I am the five hundred sixty third most viewed person on Twitch, and I don't ever use Twitch. Twitch, you need to step up your game. <laughs> Isn't it like, like it your average views? Like your average views are better? Mm. I think most people? Yeah. Is, I, I'm not actually sad. sure what they, what they base that on. There's actually very few, if any, really accurate Twitch metric sites. Like there's a tons of them yeah. for YouTube. Like we know everything about that. Uh, incidentally, we just, uh, it's its cool because our coordinated DDoS attack against Twinge worked correctly. It's now five or three <laughs> yep, services unavailable. We cracked no. it. Nobody can read the reviews anymore. Oops. Perfect. There we go. We just stress <laughs> tested like your site. Checks in the mail, <laughs> I hope. Fast. The co optional security consultancy firm continues to do a great job here on the mm-hmm. podcast. Speaking of great job, our sponsor, squarespace.com slash co optional. Get 10% <gasps> if you first over to squarespace.com slash co optional. New ad featuring Crendor and a lack of enthusiasm coming up later in the show. If it- you want to uh, rank us all, if you want to make a website called Co optional ranks, Squarespace. Yeah, cringe yeah. for short. Yeah. yeah, cringe.tv. Cringe.tv. Corruptional breaks. Absolutely. You know, you can get a new Squarespace domain, for instance, in order to do mm-hmm. that. We uh, don't need skill. It's got like humor, yeah. uh, entertainment value, Useful, uh, usefulness. Usefulness. <laughs> Useful, general usefulness. Game knowledge. <laughs> yep. So my, uh, head, you know. my head is stuck to the back of my chair. It turns out uh, it's Velcro um, on this cap is stuck to the back of this chair. There we go. That's That's a bit better. I got my Battletech backer rewards. I went a little bit I can see. overboard. <laughs> you see the f- the flight jacket uh, and all that stuff. Uh, logos on the other side. It even has a ransom note on the inside of the jacket. So if I am found, I can be officially ransomed back to my clan, as it turns out. As as part because I'm part of the noble houses, of course. So of course, of course, of course. not not some dirty free birth. 
you know. Yeah. One of the yeah. Yeah. I mean, no, no trash. Trash. <laughs> <For that> freeborn <laughs> trash. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, you know what? I don't care for game shit because this jacket isn't. So you know, what? I basically bought a jacket that has a free game with it that may or may not be any good. We'll see when there it actually comes out. So I'm happy with that. It also came with dog tags and like labels and far, far too many fucking things. So it's good. I would ask, like, what was your absolute favorite Kickstarter, like, physical reward that you've ever got? <gasps> My Genki Sue vinegars. I'm sorry, your whaty what what? Um, so there's a there's a restaurant in Oregon called Pock Pock, and they have flavored vinegars. Pock Pock, yes, naturally. Where it's Poc-poc. basically like flavored vinegars mixed with like club soda or something like that, mm. and it's delicious. Uh-huh. Um, and then when I went on Kickstarter, one of the first times I went on Kickstarter, there was a company out of Oregon that was starting to produce like lots of different flavored vinegars called Genki Sue. And I backed them and they sent me tons of vinegars and they're delicious. Genki Sue, hit me up if you're still around. God, I hope you're still around. I'm going to be so sad if you're not. I'm going to look into this now. <laughs> we all know the right answer is honey. And if you back honey, you get lots of honey. It's the best thing to back on, on Kickstarter. So, no, but, so did this come with any rewards? Around, or is that great. just the actual product? Because it seems like you just have well, the product. Well, there. you know, the reward is honey itself. But the real, my real favorite is I once uh, backed a uh, ballet troupe strictly for strictly for the shirt because they, oh, okay. they had a shirt that said uh real men don't lift weights they lift women and i just wanted to have that shirt. Uh, that's good i, like I that. just wanted to have that shirt so i was like you got my money i'll give you 25 that's bucks fair. for this that's that's, yeah. t- I that's remember, cool i remember this story when you first backed that yeah i was so happy so that, that, yeah. to have that shirt yeah it's a great shirt it is one of my few like don't wear it everyday shirts because it's so nice <laughs> Grindel. I haven't backed anything on Kickstarter. <laughs> Ever? Really? I backed one thing, okay, and that's well... ukulele. Oh, okay. And it's going oh, come out, okay. and I'm going to be I... very happy with my Kickstarter purchase. No, you I won't. You meant just I will. Ukulele. No, you won't. I will. I, you know what? Good luck. Good luck. It already looks very promising. Have you seen it the trailers? It looks relatively promising. I mean, even like the the alpha demo and stuff like that. It looks like they got all yeah. the fundamentals pretty much down. Like they have all the OG devs working on it, and they're just doing it for fun. So I mean, how, I don't think it can go that wrong. The movement looks good in it. The art style looks good in it. I mean, it it's not it's not a mighty number nine, don't, is it? You know. Don't let your I'm heart ready. be open to the possibilities. Close yourself off. Don't let your dreams be memes. Yeah, close yourself off to the memes. Let your dreams be dreams. My dreams. No. My memes. Grendor, <laughs> can we talk about that giant? The horrible. <laughs> that thing, yeah. What, yeah, what, that thing what, what the shit Basically is, that? is asking for Ripley to kill it. It's is like, it, kill <laughs> is, it, is it a squishable, a giant squishable? Or? Yeah, it is. A squishable it's, uh, what? Exactly. It's a giant beanbag warble. What, what's and a warble? Great question. It's uh, like, what is it? It's horrible. It's it looks horrible. like it was procedurally it, generated in No Man's Sky recently. It was <laughs> not enough penises on it, though. It was uh, sent to me like a year and a half or two years ago by some random person. It was like a hundred dollars, and I just showed up at my PO box, and the mail lady was like, "Here you go," and she was very upset. She had to have this giant ass box. She had to lug out. Oh, and how terrible! I got it, <laughs> and now he's been here ever since. It's horrifying. It is pretty horrifying. 
It's great. Do you lay on it? No, that would hurt him. <laughs> Naturally, yeah. I'll, I'll consider it. Naturally. Mm-hmm. Come on, use your brain, dude. I need to need to get him a bean bag for uh, the future. There you go. Incidentally, yeah, by the way, thank yeah. you to those who recently subscribed for our superior version of LOL. We have finally taken back my face on Twitch after many years. Uh, I have a little story about LOL. Those of you who uh, have, have the better TTVE add-on, you probably know that a, a very popular emote that is used on better TTV is LOL. L-O-L, which I believe in some language actually means penis which is it's l-u-l isn't it l-u-l sorry not l-o-l i'm a l-u-l and that's it's a global btt emote but it used to actually be an emote on our channel before it got dmca'd by the photographer so the photographer took the picture of my face at an mlg event and decided that he didn't want it being used for commercial purposes apparently a sub emote counts for that so we discovered, and this was not something that we knew, that indeed, even though we own our likeness, we don't own that specific instance of our likeness. So he can literally DMCA my own face. Interesting. Which was, uh, after we looked into it, we kind of understood why that would be. Because if you couldn't, then you could literally not take a picture of anyone ever uh, without risk of getting no. sued. Uh, but right. we're like, well, shit. That we like that emote. That was our face. And then it ended up on uh, BTTV. And it's been sort of floating around for last year. And we thought, you know what? I've had enough of this. I'll just get Chris to draw it. <laughs> so Perfect. we drew it, and now we have we have a new lull, which is actually better than the original lull. And now you can get cyn- it's a cynic lull is is the emote, and that is now available on our channel if you subscribe. So we have finally okay. retaken the rights to my face. I'm very happy about it. And that photographer can go fuck himself, incidentally. You Idiot. should put them on you know what was really dumb about it is instead of just contacting me and saying, hey, uh, you know, maybe can we work out a license deal for it? We would have happily paid. Yeah. He just literally DMCA'd me first. I'm like, you know what? If you're going to DMCA me, then I'm not going to fucking talk to you. Yeah. Like, just talk to me. Like, I would have given you money for it. Literally, I would have. Uh, and now it's all over Twitch. So any any value it had has literally disappeared because... Uh, it got taken by, I think it was Destiny's, like, chat had it first, and then... Destiny's Child? No, not Destiny's Child. <laughs> Destiny, the uh, Stark of Two stream, and now, I don't even know what he streams now, Overwatch, I think. Uh, missed but... out. Could have been yeah, rich. Missed out. So, he missed out on all the money that could have come from LOL, and now LOL is is all over the place. You can see the comparison between Cynic LOL and regular LOL, and you can see that Cynic LOL is uh, obviously better. Uh, obviously superior and it's got more, more facial true. hair detail you know worth more $5 symmetry. A month. it's absolutely worth five dollars a yeah. month i don't know about that anyway i'm gonna stop bullshitting and let's start getting on to stuff that we did so we were three three out of four of us and one trader uh for coxcon so oh. yeah we, we do have one trader who wasn't there but it's uh, okay the the bugs got me back for it oh did they i got, I got bit 11 times seven of those times around my face you counted them yeah, there's these three, uh, yeah. these three, and there's one on my lip. Uh, I was just sitting, minding my own business, eating food, and a wasp stung me in the back of the neck. Uh, really, just nature move. was, like, really not cool with nature me. Nature was super dick. <laughs> Excellent. Where, where were you exactly uh, over the last few days? I was in uh, an area of Oregon called Prineville. Okay. It's like the desert-ish area of Oregon. Right. Um and yeah, we went cowboy camping, no tent. We just slept under the stars, watched the meteor showers, 
Um, we made salad in a bucket. It was great. It was a fantastic trip. But my God, those bugs thought I was delicious. That Nothing about awful. that sounds great. Nothing. Nothing about that you sounds great. So you went camping and made salad? Yeah. That's not camping food. <laughs> what do you mean? You it was salad. from the earth, TB. Absolutely we living not. Living off the land. Well, no. plus, did you harvest the, the, the like, leaves? Did you harvest the, the grains and vegetables? Yeah, because my friend has a garden. That's not, that doesn't count. That's not counting then. What are you talking about? You what kind he, of, are you wanting us to like in the wilderness. go and kill bunnies? Is yes. that what you're wanting If you're going to cowboy no. camp, that's how you do it, yes. you got to kill them no. and grill them. We that's the campfire way. No, on our way to our campsite, we swung by the garden and we picked what we needed and then we left. To make I salad decided. for camping? To make camping yeah, salad. Camping salad. Why camping not? Salad. And then we made chili. Y'all need to chill. It. Oregon, Oregon is why <laughs> Trump is going to be president. I'm just going to say it. <laughs> I'm just putting it out there. Oregon is so off the map. People, when they see Oregon, they're like, that's what's wrong with America. We're taking it back. That's <laughs> we're the problem. You are. Definitely. You are the problem. Camp salad? Fuck you, <laughs> camp salad. I'm so glad this is the one thing you're focusing on. We must. It's so important. Camp salad. I have a question. Sure. What's yes. the difference between normal camping and cowboy camping? You don't use a tent. That's the only difference. Wait. And you eat salad. So Apparently. cowboys didn't use tents? The idea is that they would be riding on their on their horses and then you when it was horses. camp, you just sleep on the ground. That's dumb. You don't have shelter. You don't need it. What if it's raining? <laughs> <laughs> Then you're in the no, desert, no. and that's fucking weird. <laughs> what? what if it gets too cold? Then you bundle up, dude. You deal what? with it. You're cowboy you camping, Crender. You build deal a shelter. With it. If you're cold, you fucking deal with it like a cowboy. I know. This is why all the cowboys died. <laughs> yeah, this is, this is why no one's a cowboy anymore. I mean, they did. Statistically, yeah. they all they're did. All actually, 100% yeah. fatality rate for cowboys. Yeah. Yeah, there are no, no cowboys still alive. You're right. No, they're not. There are none. Cowboys not real ones. World. You're right. You're right. They're all dead. You're right. They're so not cowboys. Those people aren't cowboys. They're no. country music fans. That's totally different. Sure. <laughs> it's not the same thing. <laughs> totally different. Not at all. Yeah. All right. Anyway, we were yeah. So you you went <laughs> so you made ca ca camping salad and we went to Coxcon and mm -hmm. got horrible diseases. Yeah, Jesse, you've been out of action for like a week and a half with Coxpox. Man, has it been Sounds fun? Like. Cowboy camping did pretty well. In oh, compared. for God's sake. Half of you was eaten by insects. That's not yeah. okay. And I still enjoyed myself and can be here the very next day. because you're insane. Uh. <laughs> no one would have enjoyed that. Yeah. Have no like, one would have enjoyed that. I've got, I've got bugs everywhere. There's no tent. It's got bee stings. You, you have very low standards. You yeah, guys you are babies. <laughs> you, you, you've Come learned on, to enjoy garbage. Talk about CoxCon. Sure. Go for it. It was a lot of fun. I had a lot of fun. <laughs> Is okay. Much more, much more pro setup <laughs> this time around. We had we had a hall that was, and one and a half thousand seats, and we had one thousand three hundred people there uh, on purpose so that everyone could like always have a seat and they could swap around. <coughs> and we didn't have people living in the hall for twelve hours a day because we had gaps between panels. That's unfortunately what happened last year, where it was just panel, 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 so people just never left the room, which didn't seem like a good idea. And if they left the room, they lost their seat. 
so that that no longer was a problem so it was was, i'd be learning things it's like it's like every year i try to make it better this year we didn't invite dodgers so i'd say better Uh, no actually we invited dodger and she said no yeah my face she said i don't want to go i don't like you or your fans words like i I was like like, will you please come you please come this year and she said no i i am fuck you yeah she said she said now that i'm with my main man sam Uh i don't need anyone else especially fans yep yeah and then sam was like you know what I hate? All my fans, they should go watch twitch.tv slash Krendor instead. That's, yeah, that's what, that's exactly what he said. Exactly what he said. I begged her. Guys, I got on my knees. Like, please, Dodger, I'm the same without you. You're, 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 you're one of my besties, and I love you so much. And you know what she said to me? Disgusting. Suck my dick. Her words, exactly. Her words this, is, this is why Sam is rated one for user interaction on Twinge. Yeah. And obviously... It's true. I begged one. her. I begged her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's disgusting behavior, like, really. Yeah. She's like, if you want to play with the big boys, you have to lay with the big boys. It's like, I don't know what that means, Dodger. Uh-huh. I don't know what that means. Sam was like, we didn't go. We we're very busy. And then that night, he was just like, hey, guys, how do I use Transmog? Tricky to use. No, they. Uh-huh. So, so just to make sure this doesn't actually become a thing, they did have a very legitimate reason for not being there. But no, it was it was a it was a good show. Uh, we do need to figure out the logistics of not having a sign for like twelve hours. But yeah, the uh, one thing the one thing that I think is always going to be a problem is that everyone who's going there wants to see everyone who's there. Mm. So mm. it's like when people go, they want to hang out and they want to yeah. get stuff signed. So that's always going to be a problem. But we're looking into next year and. Uh, yeah, man, it's you're just gonna make it keep making it bigger and bigger, and who knows? One day we'll get Keemstar there, yo, right? Uh, that's cool, but <laughs> it's the UK. I can't bring firearms. Uh, you know what? Here's the thing. I mean, I guess a hammer would be all right. Hammer would work. Yeah, I, I don't know. It was it was a lot of fun. Will I ever do it in London? No, chat. Yeah. I will never do it in London. Telford's Telford's relatively central and also cheap. I mean, that's this possible. is a convention that makes zero profit. I love you, I love you, and I do it. I do it for for like you. But oh my god, do not! If you say London, I will literally just be losing it money. It would cost five year. times as much. I mean, yeah. there is a reason why this thing was spawned because GemuCon shut down because it couldn't afford to be in London, right? Yeah, it's it's it was created entirely as just like a fan get together. So until there's a day when I can sufficiently make a bajillion dollars off this thing it's gonna be in the cheapest place possible yep telford <laughs> it's, a, okay. it's, it's a it's a car park basically that's what telford yeah. is it's yeah i remember uh talking with uh robert Koo about packs he was saying like that's always like the the hardest part when they say to themselves oh we should do another packs they're like but where <laughs> mm. Telford, <laughs> obviously Chicago. You know, Chicago packs. I don't have to go anywhere. Packs Midwest. They just Pax had Midwest. a they just had a um a game festival in Chicago that just ended. Called, yeah, but like, that's not PAX. Yeah, Midwest. I'm just saying you have They Chicago. have there's look, there's so many effing conventions in the States, it's ludicrous. Yeah, I yeah. All I all I say to you is follow the completionist schedule. And he, every weekend he's like, "Yeah, I'm at 
Indie Pop Retro Con 12. I'm like, I don't know what that is. Like, what the fuck? There's so many conventions. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it is the convention country. Uh, the UK's only really got on the convention scene really in the last 10 years, I'd say. Yeah, uh, but you guys in the states, you've had them for so long. It's crazy. Mm. It's too much. It's too much. Yeah, I am. I am. I think twenty twelve or twenty twelve. Jesus, what year is it, guys? <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think twenty seventeen might be the year of Jessica just not going to I, anything. I'm strongly oh, considering. I'm joining you on that. I'm just. I think I might go to my own yeah. and then not go to any others. Can we all, as a team, decide to do that? That would be great. God, yeah, I think that's yeah. We could, we could actually, maybe do that. Maybe have a year. Maybe like of BlizzCon. That's the I only other con I'd want to go to. I, I guess I go to BlizzCon because I never consider that a convention. I consider that like well, go to we hang don't out do with any actual work weekend. there. We yeah, mostly that's just drink. And it's only like two days, which is like nothing. Yeah. Like CoxCon. CoxCon is only two days. Perfect. Do that. All right, yeah, so that was ToxCon. It was good. Uh, we, we all enjoyed ourselves. Uh, only about half of the people that went there as guests got sick, so that was great. Uh, yeah. we, we played some games at ToxCon on stage that we enjoyed very much. Uh, we tried um, Spyfall, which was, was so an interesting funny. experience. Yeah, I still think we're kind of... I, you know, what's interesting about that game is that people say, oh, it's really easy to pick up and play, which is true, but I think to actually play it well as a group takes quite a lot of practice. It takes a lot of skill to win that game. The, the, the biggest problem that I had was, is if you're the spy, you only have two strategies. Either you are like super vague or you gambit and be like, I know exactly what it is and just guess just and try to it. trick people. But the problem is, yeah. is if you screw up, everyone's like, oh, you're horrible at it. And I was like, oh, well, I tried. <laughs> yeah. I would have won again. I had that spy that round. I would have been 4-0. I was watching some other guys. I think uh, guys on the Node channel were playing it, and the way that they were asking the questions was was quite interesting. It was much more sort of role play, and I don't even. I think they were actually playing the online version, which doesn't show you what the cards look like. It just gives you a location name. So I think that that's maybe better because you you ask more general questions about what the location would be rather than the details that are on the card. And that also means that whoever's the spy doesn't have to worry about remembering what's on the fucking card and everything. Yeah. Uh, so I, th I think that's a, that's a little better. Uh, we, we had fun with it. it. It was pretty good. Crendor was apparently very good at that. We also did play Red Flags. <laughs> uh, have yet to play Billionaire Banshee, but I did find a copy of that in the UK. Man, I think I Billionaire Banshee is better than Red Flags. Well, the plan is we're going to, since uh, we just, I believe, got confirmation that we're going to be doing a lounge at PAX West, by the looks of it. Mm. Uh, the schedule isn't out yet, but we're 99% certain there's going to be a lounge panel. We have a theater for it, and Billionaire Banshee is on the list for that. So I'm going to bring Billionaire Banshee and give that a shot. Cool. Uh, Red, they're both kind of a similar games. Like they're they're about dating, basically. Uh, Billionaire Banshee's a bit more out there, I would say. It's like you want to date oh, a yeah. unicorn spy Yo, vampire, unicorn spy, or something, unicorn spy vampire. Uh, but we Red Flags, uh, very very simple. I mean, I game. dated a mermaid. Yep, you did date a mermaid. To be fair, I think you you made the correct choice with that. It was a mermaid that owned I a don't. castle and had no, just I'd the best have a mermaid that has her life together than a train wreck of an ikea person absolutely you know you made the right call with that one i think yeah re so really they ruin simple IKEA. game that really simple game you you literally have to make up dates for somebody and then it, mm -hmm. it, it's it's a it's it's what i call a sales pitch game you know there's quite a lot of games like that we actually played one last night that was really fucking funny uh, that Jesse missed out on and will now regret for great. eternity. I had to go be in the Empire. You had I'm to go sorry. Be, go be a Star Wars. You had to go be a Star Wars. 
Uh, but we played Snake Oil, and that was oh, that's like hilarious. a full-on pitch game. Yeah. It literally is, yeah. So uh, you get you draw a card for the for the judge who is the customer. So he's like, I am a nurse or whatever, and then you have a hand of six cards. You got to get to put together a fake uh, product out of two cards, and then you put them together, yeah. and you've got ninety seconds to pitch. Oh, apparently the pack schedule just went live, and the lounge panel is on it. So, Yo! yep, we're confirmed in there. Uh, great question because we don't actually know that yet, do we? Uh, Pax West, I'll look it up. That truck, was truck. really yes, you truck, truck, fuck, <laughs> truck, truck. I had two cards that were truck, so I made truck, truck. You made truck, truck. <laughs> I just went on the Pax West schedule site and they said schedule information isn't available. So hmm. I, I don't know where that is. Uh, someone let me know in chat where where that is actually we will available. Check, we'll check on it during. The yeah, break. yeah, yeah. We'll, and we'll let you know what the what the dates and where or the theaters that we'll be in are for those. Well, of course, be recording them for people anyway. Uh, but yeah, that game. I I think of of all of the sort of sales pitch or draw cards and be humorous games. I think Snake Oil might be my favorite. That was a shitload of fun. I think you got to yeah. be with the right people who either maybe have some sales experience or. Uh, kind of have the balls just to go for it and get full on in character we had octopimp in the group who did a great job and he's probably the best one out of all of us he was because he did he did the voices much better than we yeah. did uh but that game is fucking hilarious we're definitely going to be playing that during the pax lounge there's no doubt it's for me like games like that i think have replaced stuff like cards against humanity because to me yeah okay for the first few times cards against humanity is funny but it's like i like to call it prosthetic humor it's like humor for people that aren't, they don't have to be funny. They just put the cards out and it's like the cards are funny for them. And I think that's only got like a limited amount of longevity to it. There's only so many times where it's like, uh, what's the best recipe for noodles? Come salad or whatever. You know, it's like, there's only, Yo! <laughs> there's, there's only so many times you can see that and be all like black people. It's like, that's okay. That was funny. Maybe the first couple of times, then that's, that's not about funny. It. That's extremely racist. It is. It, it, and, and I think like half the humor of that is like, haha, it wasn't my responsibility. It was the card's responsibility. Yeah. But I think I'm starting to prefer the ones where you got to kind of make a pitch around. Uh, you use the cards as a prompt, not as yeah. the entire joke. So that uh, you got to be a bit more creative about it, obviously. But it's it's I I, I thought Snake Oil was yeah, amazing. Light bulb, light but fucking. <laughs> I made like, light bulb. I, I'm a de- I was I was a fucking clown, and <laughs> his product was light bulb. You need I'm light just, bulbs. <laughs> just claimed to be the inventor of the light bulb. Think of something funny. Think. The problem is he didn't. He just he just pitched a light bulb. He needs it. That sounds more like Krender to be. Yeah, fair. there was no when actual joke involved in makeup, it. You need light bulbs to see. He was sure. being sincere about it. Like it's just like you need a light bulb. Uh, nothing nothing beats the abuse chair though. That was something that came in. But yeah, Good Snake Oil. We'll definitely be playing that on on Lounge. People are saying that. Yeah, commercial Lounge Live, five thirty p.m. Saturday in the Sphinx Theater, according to the mobile guidebook okay but it's not on the website yet so we don't have 100 percent confirmation of that but we'll put that out later so yeah that was uh that was a bunch of like board games that we played together and oh card games they were great pretty happy with that question is what have we actually been playing and do we want to get into no man's sky yet or do we want to wait till the do you want to just get it out of the way? Just should get we, all Should the we do that? Should we just get it out of the way? <laughs> yeah. I've been having so much fun 
just following all of the people who have tried playing it and mm. seeing what their immediate reaction is because it's so varied. It is, Dude. yeah. It's it's super divisive. Mm. This game. My two men through a two minute review on No Man's Sky. It's got on point. Hundred thousand views. What? No, no Man's Sky right now is yeah. guaranteed views. My uh, so I did a video entitled. Um, it was the most. I came up with the most boring title possible for this, just deliberately, so I couldn't be accused of fucking clickbaiting. Uh, my title is "No Man's Sky isn't working well on PC for some people at the moment." Six hundred and fifty-five thousand views. I mean, and, yeah, that, that wasn't that wasn't very strongly one way or the other. No. It was just, you know. Yeah, you laid it out there. The facts. Here's yeah. here's the pro like. All right. Up top, I have played six minutes of No Man's Sky six to the point minutes. where it was so in, in, like buggy that I was like, fuck it, I'm going to wait till NVIDIA like, releases a driver or something. I'm not even going to bother, which yeah. I guess happened today. I don't know. So maybe yeah, there was I'll, a drive I'll, came out today. But I tried, I tried and could not. And the, the, what pissed me off is I tried, re, like mess with the settings, load it back in, and it makes you go through the setup again where it's like loading your interface. I'm like, oh, my God. And it didn't work right. I was like, fuck, so I tried it again. And you had to restart the game every time like, you want to change a fucking option, which is a pain yes. in the ass. Oh, I was out. I was like, all right, I'll come back to this in a few days. <laughs> but something, I think the interesting thing is, deep down in my core, I know I probably will not like this game because it looks very much just like exploration without like the joy of discovery. Like it looks very, I don't, something about it just doesn't look exciting to me. Right there's there's no, there's no stakes in your exploration. Um, no, there there are actually not. Having played it for significantly longer than six minutes, there are definitely not. But I have seen videos where people have found like this is a clue that is about a thing that leads you to a thing that's in the center of the gap. So there's like there's nuggets of really cool stuff that I yes. know I would love in this game. That's like there's a secret sand snake and everyone on the internet's looking for this. Like there's all these crazy things that are in the game that I'm like. That's fucking cool. All right. But at its core, it still looks like a game that would bore the shit out of me. But I'll give it a try when I finally boot it up today. But I don't yeah. know. Like, there's so much there to love, but it's just not the core of the game. It's like the auxiliary bullshit on the side, which is really disappointing. I played it's... four hours of it. Yeah. Solid four hours. Yeah. I streamed like three hours of it. And I thought it was a great $25 early access game. If yeah. I purchased this game for $25 and it was early access, I'm like, dude, they're going to do some cool stuff with this game. It's got yeah. like a nice base or a work to it, but it's like, oh, it's, and it doesn't feel like a finished game. It's yeah, absolutely it not. Finished. 100% not. Like, it doesn't feel like a AAA $60 product of any description. It's, it feels like the first release of a fairly competent early access game. Like, not one of those piece of shit ones that just are absolutely worthless, but one that had a really great concept, and it's got the basic systems down. It's like, mm -hmm. well, where could this go? You know? Mm -hmm. and, it, it, that, and that would feel great. But it's $60 in a box, and yeah. it was promoted heavily by Sony, and that, that to me, is ridiculous. I mean... Like, what, you can buy Overwatch for less than that. Yes. You can. I, I think this is one. This is just one of those cases where it's a game that it, it, it has a very niche audience, but because visually the first trailer was so impactful and everyone was like, oh shit, look at the potential there. Once Sony jumped in on the hype train, like once everyone jumped in and started pushing this thing, it became more than it actually was. And mm -hmm. I, I feel bad for the devs because 
I almost feel like they were thrown into like, this is going to be the biggest game of the year, right, guys? They're like, uh, yeah, going to be great. <laughs> like, I, I feel like they just were in over their heads on this one. Half, half of me definitely feels sorry for them because, like, you know, the Hello Games guys are not bad people. I, I love the first two games they made, which were two, they were basically two Excite Bike clones. Uh, they're called Joe Danger and Joe Danger the Movie, and they're super fucking fun. They're yeah. really cool, like, stuntman games. They're amazing. I love them. And then it's like, well, we're going to go through that, from that to creating an entire fucking universe, and it's all going to be procedurally generated. And our hype trailer at VGX was just insane in terms of the amount of press it got, and everyone blew it up, and Sony got on the bandwagon for marketing it. And yeah, you're right, because like, if you boil down what No Man's Sky is to its very core, it is actually a very niche game. Uh, and it's because it's not very fun i mean it, it it's accessible but it's it's initially accessible but as soon as you dive into it it's like they don't tell you fucking anything you know and well, i'm and i mean that's like everybody's critique is exactly what they pitched like that's the game mm. that they wanted to make from like I will disagree no? with you on that one. Um what? here's here's the problem right uh, i think that you could interpret it that way but the problem is for the last two years, they've been so fucking vague about everything. That's like, the problem. To the point yeah. where they refuse to confirm or deny things. Like, there is literally a quote that I, I did a and I did a piece on this earlier today that I put out, which was just like a, a talk about this, the hype and the lead up in the last couple of years. And there are quotes from the developers directly that confirm things like PvP multiplayer, which literally doesn't exist in the game. And a whole mm. bunch of other stuff. And then there's quotes where they're just deliberately horrendously vague about what you do, the core gameplay loop, the systems within the game, mm. and all that sort of thing. And I think as a direct result of that, they didn't they pitched a high-minded concept and they pitched no specifics. Right. Well, if you remember, go back. You can go back to many episodes of this podcast where you sat here after a trailer was released and were like what That's is cool what looking. is it <laughs> what is what this? is cloud gaming and it's one of those things where you know many people not just us have said that was a cool trailer what the hell was it we were looking at because there's yes. nothing here to tell us what this game is and even up until release when you had multiple websites put out articles like we sat down with the developers and we know exactly what this game is here's six and they don't <laughs> Rick, if that's what you have to tell us, if you have to literally make an article called Six Things No Man's Sky Is, that's a problem for me. <laughs> that's insane. I mean, yeah. it, and days and weeks before the release, uh, the developers, or when there was a leaked version, the developers were literally pleading with people, don't spoil yourself. I'm like, don't spoil yourself. You, didn't you just say that this entire universe was procedurally generated and everyone would have a different experience? How could you possibly spoil yourself? Other than looking at what's at the center of the galaxy, how could you spoil yourself? Like, well, it's like saying, I mean, oh, don't spoil yourself in Minecraft. Well, people like, no. have found, what, like, like records of robot wars and stuff. Yeah, there is an actual story that you can like, find there, within it. There are things like that that I think they wanted to make sure people got to experience themselves. People are finding, yeah, there's all sorts of, like, weird uh, lorry tidbits and, cra yes. like, crazy Easter eggs and awesome. There's, there's definitely something going on. Like, I watched a friend literally just follow a thread that led to like a crazy shrine that led to like some so there's something in this game but that's not the game it's like if you're no. playing a game and then you discovered a side quest that led you to something cool that's what this game is it's like little side missions that are not really the core gameplay which is 
super depressing yeah. to me. And and here here's the core problem with the core gameplay. It's all awful. Like every aspect of it. I I so I played it for about six hours and I'm not gonna play any more of it. And that because I hate it. Like I I don't I can't think of a game in recent memory that I've hated more than this. I mean, Dead by Daylight's pretty close, but I, I did have some fun with Dead by Daylight. I literally have had not a single iota of fun within the six hours of playing this game. And I, I was trying to think, why is it that I don't like this? And the answer to that was, there's not a single component of the core gameplay loop, that being what you do on a regular basis, that I like. There's not a single system or mechanic which feels well fleshed out or in any way satisfying to do. So for those asking what you actually do in No Man's Sky, No Man's Sky is a first-person survival game in space. That is what it is. And I say that because the game is mostly about collecting resources and making sure that your bars don't go down to zero. If your fuel bars in your ship go down to zero, you can't take off until you've got more fuel. If your oxygen bar goes down to zero, you die. If there's too much radiation, you die. If there's too much heat, you die. You know, you, you even have to get separate energy to even lift off. Like, there's different drives in the ship like the the like liftoff thruster has a separate energy bar to the pulse drive to the hyperdrive and all that sort of thing. Uh, you have to recharge your damn mining laser. You have to get resources to basically do absolutely everything. And how do you get them? You mine them. And you mine them with a laser. You mine them with a laser that constantly overheats. You mine them with a laser that you constantly have to refill with more energy. And you do that through maybe the clunkiest inventory management system I have ever fucking seen that has this infuriating slight delay on everything. Because it was designed for the PlayStation, you've got to hold down the E button to select anything. You don't just click it. No, no, no. You've got to hold it down for a fraction of a second. And you have no idea how infuriating what? that gets that over a while. That sounds obnoxious. It is obnoxious as hell. Like, it doesn't sound too bad when you first hear it. But as about 20 minutes into the game, I was tearing my hair out what I have left of it as a result of this. It was like, this, it was a basic, basic port issue. But the thing is that, the game's supposedly about exploring planets, and people said, well, why didn't you just, you know, go and explore the planet and enjoy it? I can't, because the game is constantly pestering me to refill my <laughs> oxygen tanks, or refill my life support, or quick, you gotta get out of here because the radiation level's too high, or blah blah blah, and it's constantly pestering to manage my inventory because you don't have enough fucking space ever yeah. to collect anything. That was anything. my biggest issue with it. It was like, the inventory space is so small, and someone's like, well, it gets bigger. I'm like, well... It's not bigger right now. Like, no, need... it's not. I don't want to work to get to that point. Like, yeah. it's like, so I'm much busy work. So I'm like, okay, I got these things I can sell. And then I'm like, but I need to get fuel. So I'm going to throw them away because I need fuel. And they're like, why are you throwing away 13,000 units worth of thing? I'm like, because I can't fly to turn it in. Turn it in <laughs> in the first place. And you didn't know no. it was worth that much because you can't tell until you got to a damn trading post, you know, in order to actually find that out in the first place. And yeah, prices fluctuate and everything. Yeah, and they do. There's no real way to track problem, that. Like, I don't mind that you need to, like, use resources to, like, refuel your gun or, like get upgrades or upgrade your ship or whatever. My biggest thing was just the fuel. So it's like, all right, I want to go explore. Like the game says I can do. And then it's like, but you need to go mine. And I'm like, but I don't yes. want to mine. I want to explore. If I want to mine for like upgrades and stuff, that's cool. But I want to just go. You've explore. got to mine for everything. You know, I think yeah. eventually you probably wouldn't because you could buy the resources you need if you happen to have enough money for that. But certainly at the start and in the first, like, six hours, it literally is just mine, 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 mine. I mean, there's even just a bunch of tiny annoying little things about not only do you have barely any interface space, but, like, you can't craft more than one thing at a time. 
It's like the first thing mm-hmm. it requires you to do is craft yeah. these four fucking sheets to repair your ship, and you've got to craft them individually, one at a fucking time. It's like, oh god damn it! Uh, it everything <laughs> about it annoys the fuck out of me. It's work. The game feels like work. I can't enjoy the experience of exploring a brand new planet because I know the planet is just a venue for mining shit. Yeah. Which is, which is, I think, I think on the flip side, the crazy part is the people who really enjoy it are like, it's so relaxing. It's like no. you can just chill and have, t- have fun. And it's like, it just takes you away from, from you know, your worries. Which no, it- is funny because... So the the two people that I saw talking about No Man's Sky first were Laura Kay and Jim Sterling. Mm-hmm. And Laura was like, this game stresses me the fuck out. And then Jim Sterling, because the, the thing that I thought was the most interesting potentially about No Man's Sky is seeing like what kind of creatures would be created. Yes, yeah. And Jim yeah. Sterling was like, I don't know. I mean, they're basically, it's like a Lego system. They just yeah. take bits of other animals and then plop them together. And now I can't unsee it. And every time I see animals in this yeah. game, I'm like, it is. It's it like is. It really the is. Head off this thing and the body of this thing and the feet of this thing are like, here you go, a new alien. <laughs> yeah, like, it, it's certainly yeah. nowhere near as good as like Spore's generation system for creatures was a lot better. Uh, yeah. There's no doubt about that. You, you could generally see some really you know, amusing or well-designed or interesting creatures in sport. This doesn't really have anything. It literally is, you know, I have not come That's across like a single creature. Ago. Yeah, it was. You know, And Spore <laughs> was kind of, you know, also promised the moon and failed to deliver. Uh, Spore but, was such a disappointment. Yeah, it was. I it, had a lot of hopes for that game. Yeah, I mean, NMS, you know, feels quite similar to that. But, you know, I could get over all of this if there was a single system in this game that I could enjoy. Everything is dull. Like, they say, oh, you can discover new creatures. You want to know how you do that? You point your cursor at them, and you hold zoom, and then it does analyze for 10 seconds. It's like, you found a new creature. This also includes rocks, incidentally. It's like, you found a new kind of rock. It's just like, it's like playing Pokemon Snap without any of the stakes. Like, none of the things ever try and run away or anything like that. It's like, I there's a plant. It's like, great, What? how is that different any of the other plants? Does it even matter? No, it's just if you discover... All the plants on a planet, you get a bunch of extra money. It's like, I'm not going to do that. That's mm. a pointless collectathon. None of discovering these plants and animals and rocks isn't fun at all. Like, there's nothing compelling about it. There's no stakes I had fun either. Doing it. You, but you did. I couldn't get to the places to do it because I had to mine, and that was my biggest issue. Oh, I. I'll tell you a story about mining. I'll tell you a damn story about mining. (laughs) This was what made me actually quit the game after six hours and say I'm never going back to this fucking thing again. And it was like, I needed plutonium to craft this thing called a bypass chip, which apparently would give me access to some random thing that I found in there. Yeah. So I'm like, all right, I'm going to pop into this cave over here. Uh, That's probably got plutonium in it. So I'll pop into the cave entrance and I go, you know, into the cave, I find the plutonium. I can't fucking get out of it. Like, I can't find the exit. The... The, the, this giant procedurally generated cave literally defies all laws of physics and geometry because the cave takes me up into the sky like where I kn- absolutely knew the cave was not because I saw that whole area was flat. <laughs> but I was then above like the level of my ship, a couple of hundred meters above it. I just so thought, oh, if I, if I keep walking upwards, I'll eventually find an exit, right? No, it just kept going and going. I was like, this... This doesn't follow any laws of geometry or physics or anything. It and That's I just like alien. and I couldn't get out. You know, yeah, aliens are playing mind games on you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was it was insane. I I was just at that point. I was like, this is 
this is like an example of what when procedural generation goes wrong. Like, I don't like games that procedurally generate things, generally speaking. I like handcrafted stuff that was actually mm. put together with a good reason and put together with some coherence, and it was there because the developer put it there, not because some random algorithm came up with it. Because random algorithms don't create interesting things, generally speaking. They create boring things. And every planet in No Man's Sky has felt that way to me. It's felt like the same planet with a different fucking filter on it and some randomly cobbled together creatures and plants that don't really look much different to the last one. So I'm just like, I... There, I'm just like, there's nothing I like here. The combat shit, the mining shit, the analysis is shit, the exploration is shit, the space flight is shit, the trading is shit... The communication is shit. The interaction <laughs> with aliens is shit. Everything. Seven out of ten. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. They gave it sixty-eight out of hundred. I feel like so many people like, well, you know, what could it be in a year? It's like I don't give a fuck what it is in a year. I care yeah. what it is now. And so to I me, like, what it is. Enjoyed the exploration part of it. Like where everyone's like, I just relaxed playing it. Like I got that. I just like exploring in games. So I'm like, all right, I'm just chilling out. And everyone's watching the stream was like, yeah, this is really chill. But like once it got frustrating was when I had to start refueling everything. It's like, get your hyperdrive. You got to go get this. And I'm like, all right, I'll go to the trading thing. They're like, the trading thing doesn't have it here. So I'm like, okay, so I got to go mine. And I don't have enough inventory space. So I'm like, okay, I just got to go. And then I was just. Then's when it relaxing. stops becoming relaxing, right? Yeah. So I'm just, now I'm frustrated. And I was like, well, yeah, land on, land on any planet that has even like a slight bit of hostile environment. And that triples the stress because it's like, oh, yeah, fuck, you got to refill your life support every two fucking minutes. Enjoy that and all yeah. that kind of shit. It's like, God damn it. This is That's why I said, if I would have paid like 25 bucks for it and it like was early access, I would have been fine with that. I'd have been like, all right, this is great. I can't wait for more, but now I'm like, well, that was sixty dollars AAA mm. title YOLO. Yeah, a lot of people are saying like it's Minecraft in space. Like, no, it's not. It is not because it has none of the things which makes Minecraft fun and enjoyable. You know, it, the success of Minecraft. You know, there's two elements to it. One, the survival mode was great, and secondly, the creative aspect of Minecraft is really, really good as well. You know, the ability to Here's the thing about mining. Mining's only fun if you get to do something really cool with the stuff that you made afterwards. Yeah. In Minecraft, you build a fucking castle with it. In No Man's Sky, you build a plus two mining laser upgrade, which gets you mining 10% faster. Yo. Like, <laughs> all the upgrades and stuff, you, you find a doll. Like, again, like Terraria, another example. If we go exploring into a cave in Terraria, we'd probably find some fucking flaming sword or some uh, other crazy other shit, which is interesting, or at least some crafting material. I can't wait to get back to exploring. <laughs> in, in Starbound, which is coming very soon over the next couple of weeks. <laughs> That's a thing that we announced to CoxCon. That's going to happen. Starbound coming your way. Which I have a feeling is going to be a much, much better game than No Man's Sky. And uh, no oh. man's sky, more like no can buy. Oh! oh. I like no man's pie in the sky because of all the promises that were made about it. But mm. there is that I just I don't have the desire to explore in no man's sky. Whereas I had the desire to explore in Terraria all the time because I knew there'd probably be something cool in that cave. There'd be some awesome treasure or whatever. Go into a fucking cave in, or even just land on any planet in No Man's Sky. It's like, well, there'll be some materials that I can stack to refuel my drive. The, maybe yeah. there'll be 
some random little trinket that I can sell, which has some cultural significance to this random alien species that I don't care about, but I can sell it for 5% more than market value because this trading station says I can. Whoopity fucking do. Let's yeah. collect some stacks of carbon to give to this alien in the station because then he'll teach me one word of his language or whatever. You know, that, that's kind of the only thing I found interesting about that game is the language system. That's like the idea of learning alien languages kind of word by word is kind of cool. And yeah. I thought I thought that was that was pretty neat, but I just the whole game doesn't have a single system in it that I enjoy using. So I find the game to be awful as a result. Because I don't look at games like the potential of it or how brave an idea it was or what a technological achievement it was. Because mm -hmm. you play games, you know, games don't sit in a glass case for you to look at while you're sipping some expensive That's wine. what collector's editions are for. Oh, yes, indeed, quite. Because <laughs> mm. my plastic figurine is rather kosher. But kosher? Wow, that's not an artistic term at all. Kosher plastic? <laughs> kosher plastic. With it. <laughs> you never had plastic, so you have kosher plastic. I don't know, man. I only buy halal plastic. It's just oh. the reality of it. You know, make sure that... Yeah. Anyway, it, it's just like, I don't... It's As a game, it's a terrible video game, in my eyes. Like, it's just... You know, it's not a reign of kings. <laughs> I think I'm there's a lot of really bad survival 107 games. 107 but... hours I put into reign of kings. Yeah, and you could probably tell me why yeah. you did. You know, tell me why you put 107 hours into it. Like, what is it that kept you playing that? It's a multiplayer. Yeah, well, I mean, that helps, doesn't it? You can make a lot of fun yeah. if you have more than one person. Like when, you know, we're just a team and we find some guy chopping wood and he's been chopping wood all day and then we go raid his house and take all his wood and then he gets back and then he's like, what? And then we kill him and take the wood that was on him <laughs> and then he quits the game and then we got a bunch of wood that we didn't have to work for. Yeah. Yep. Because that was, that was a meaningful interaction between you and a it's bunch of great. other players. And then we use that to build a house, and then we get sieged. Uh, we get sieged by people, and then we go attack them. It's great because you uh, have people interacting. You, you built. You built a thing. Thing. You know, your mining and your your resource gathering paid off because you created something tangible with it. Whereas yeah. in No Man's Sky, you don't create anything tangible with. Also, it. Also, you played with your friends. Yeah, you and made with friends fun again, yeah. with your friends. Yeah. yeah. I bet I bet No Man's Sky would be great if you could fly around with your friends and like it discover would be a fuckload more fun. I mean, I can guarantee you that, but you can't. Yeah. So if you're going to make a single player survival game, you've got to be damn good at it. I mean, you've got to be fucking don't starve level of good at that point. And even that has multiplayer now. Oh, yeah. And we also got a, a fan that was watching the stream and he tried to join us. And so we made him our slave and named him Wood Bitch. And he went and got us wood. And then uh, I, think I remember this story. Yeah, Sam would yell at him. Gmart yeah. would whip him. And he'd get us wood. There's a there's a keyword that I like. You know, you just keyword you just <laughs> mentioned there. No story, man. right? I, I've I haven't come out of, outside of the cave story that I just told you about, which was literally just bullshit. And uh, you know, I didn't I didn't come off with that memorable story because I enjoyed it. I came off with this memorable story because I fucking hated it. You don't come away... I never came away from No Man's Sky like with any stories to tell about some awesome thing that I found or whatever. And I felt like that's what people really wanted out of the game. And that's what they imagined they'd have, you know, sharing stories with their friends of this amazing creature they found or this amazing discovery. And there doesn't appear to just be any of that. You know, yeah. it's just another planet with more resources on it with shitty-looking creatures that were generated from a small pool of stuff with a different Instagram filter over the atmosphere. Uh, the <laughs> At least the music's good. <laughs> At least the music's good. The music's great. I'll it's listen to the soundtrack music. all day long. 
Yeah. <laughs> I hate it. I I literally hate it. I oh, it's it's the worst game I have played all year, and I'm not exaggerating. Shaka bra. Shaka bra. No man's sky. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm interested to see what happens when Jesse goes back to it. I'm curious. I'm curious to hear how <sighs> Jesse feels about it too, yeah. and hopefully this whole you know conversation of wow, what a fucking terrible game doesn't you know sway you. Oh, I'm oh not no, you're gonna hate it. Just, like, You'll definitely hate it. it. I know you will. Crender uh, probably knows me very well, and the fact that I will at its core, I'll be like, I don't, I don't care enough. But I'm, <laughs> I want to see what those like expanded story things are what all the like finding because a game like um submerged or uh, uh journey or abzu those games where it's just like you just go around and see cool stuff and like i dig that i dig those games or like it's just visually a treat and it's pretty relaxing and you're not like Going too crazy. Still have you're a just... f- relatively clear objective, though. You know, right, right, right. Absolute and that's, that's and are both directed experiences, and yeah, they're yeah, well yeah. paced too. You know, <coughs> I'm sure yeah, we'll talk about is... Abzu later because you've beaten it, right, Dodger? We'll talk about it yeah. in the second hour here. But all those games where it's just like, at its core, it's a very much like you're just exploring and seeing things and finding stuff. But you're right; all those have a goal. Like you're, there's a clear ending. I literally just spoiled the ending for No Man's Sky for myself right now, and I'm not even gonna say anything. I'm just going to say I'm disappointed. That's yeah. it. Oh, yeah. I, I watched the ending myself as well. I'm like, that was it? Really? That was the I'm, secret? I'm just... Okay. Oh, shit. I just... Yeah, because I had to look it up because I was like, all right, what is what is the ending to this game? Like, if it's a game about nothing, if it's the Seinfeld of video games, what is the ending? And I was like, oh, yeah, no, that makes perfect sense for what <laughs> this game is. is. Yeah. So... Yeah. I won't even talk about it. Go look it up if that's your thing. Indeed. And in the meantime, if you want to read more about it, there's a huge post that just went up four hours ago on the No Man's Sky subreddit, which is a massive list of everything that was confirmed and promised and that isn't there. And it goes on and on. Really well researched. It's like basically what we got versus what we were sold on. I was like, wow. That sounds about right. You know, and bear in mind, I have not been keeping detailed track of this game like these guys have. And they was like, yeah, these are over the last few years. This is the stuff that they said we'd have or they showed and wasn't in the final product. It's like, whoa. Okay, that's a lot. So, yeah, it, hmm. it has disappointed a lot of people. And those who are enjoying it, great. Please don't let what I just said or what yeah. we just said affect that. If you're having fun with it, that's awesome. That's great. I wish I could be having fun with you, but well, it does not multiplayer, so that ain't gonna. It's it's an it, like I said, it's a niche game. It's a game that is for very like it, for a very specific group of gamer, and that's totally cool. The problem is, is it was hyped as being more than what it was. Like Crendor yeah. nailed his two minute review. Yeah. This is legit, just like a really nice twenty dollar indie game. Like this is that this is a Steam indie game that somehow got blown up to be more than it should be. Yeah, yeah, that's unfortunate. Yeah, and yeah. I, I, I do to some degree feel sorry for the developers. Definitely, I have a degree of sympathy. I, I'm not like, oh god, there are a bunch of lying bastards. They misled a generation. Like, no, no, they definitely I, said some things that weren't true. No doubt about that. But they're not, they're not evil. They're not malicious. I do have another question, and this goes to you guys. On console release, everyone that I follow on Twitter was like, "Damn, this game's awesome." On PC release, everyone was like, fuck this game. 
Like, and, and then it just, there was a tidal wave of this game's bad on PC release. But in that first couple days, everyone I knew who was playing it on console was like, I was like, so is it any good? Like, I, I feel like this game's going to suck. And I don't, everyone was like, no, dude, this game is like really, really good. Like it, at first I was like, what is going on? But now it's just amazing. And it's, it's a, t- it's weird that it's two totally different standards. I think yeah. it's also yeah. a difference in like the the games that are available. We have so many fucking early access survival games already available on PC, right? Like, and that mm-hmm. is what No Man's Sky is. It's an early access survival game, whether they want to argue that or not. Uh, and on PlayStation Four, they don't have much of that at all. So I have a feeling it was just like they were desperate for something like that, and it came yeah. along, and that was enough for them. I think it is just a difference in standards generally speaking yeah well we're like we're oversaturated with it and they're just like wow a new thing yeah pretty much you know it's like if you go and play something like subnautica you can probably say having you know i played a bit of that i have to say i haven't probably played enough to make a good assessment but everything in subnautica to me is like better than anything that's in no man's sky and that's still an early access but we and we have a bunch of other games that are also like that on pc so, mm-hmm. like, No Man's Sky, as much as it was marketed as being like something completely different, actually, it's really not. Not to mention, we have a bunch of good space games on PC as well, whereas PS4 doesn't have that. You know, what other game could you go flying off into space in on the PlayStation 4? Destiny? Destiny, yeah. <laughs> Enjoy the loading screen flying in space. That's literally it. You know? So, yeah, I guess that's why. And then the people are like, oh, it runs great on PS4. Yeah, fuck you. 30 FPS or lower? Come on. Uh, but... <laughs> Yeah, it also probably didn't help that it ran like absolute dog shit for most people on PC when it launched as well. So yeah, people are very sensitive to that. Yeah, so that's that's our No Man's Sky talk, I guess. I'll be interested to see if you guys play it at some point. I'd love to hear what you have to say about it. That would be really cool. Uh, but in the meantime, we'd love to give you sponsor promotion. Absolutely. Yay! Yay! Gonna sell out hard for the next three minutes for squarespace.com slash co-optional. And we'll be right back after the break talking about other less depressing games. You're watching the co-optional podcast. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Crendor. Huh. You seem a bit down. How can you tell? Uh, you know, actually, that's a good point. You always look like that. Let's try the ad again. Squarespace.com slash co-optional. Set your website apart. Crandor, you've really been moping around the place lately. What's wrong? This is how I always move. Damn. Yeah, actually, you're right. Sorry. This won't work either. Reset. Let's go again. Squarespace.com slash co-optional. Set your website apart. Crendor, I've been informed by your significant other, who has absolute accurate knowledge of these things and can't possibly be mistaken, that something has made you even more depressed than usual, and now, in possession of those specific and 100% accurate facts, I demand an explanation. Oh no, man, it's Jesse lately. Ever since the success of CoxCon, he's been different somehow. He's started unfollowing people on Twitter, he missed a lunch meeting, then tried to show up two hours later and didn't even apologize. He's going all Hollywood on us, and I think we might be losing him. Oh, I've seen it many times before. You get a small army of people showing up to worship upon your golden altar, and suddenly you think you own the universe. I think you need to take him down a peg or two. Give him a serious ego check. But how can I do that? My cruisers cannot repel ego of that magnitude. How about you beat him at his own game? Set up your own convention. Show him you can do just as well without him. That sounds like a lot of effort. Can I just not do that thing oh well i mean i i guess so crap okay reset the ad we're going again 
Stop, stop, stop. You can't just keep restarting the ad every time Crendor is uncooperative. We'll be here all day. Ah, yes, it's, as you say, spare Total Biscuit. Now, return to your charging post. We must continue the promotion. Crendor, I know you can do it. You just have to believe in yourself. The first thing you need is a website so people can find out about your convention, and I've got just the place. You like effort, right? Absolutely not. Then squarespace.com slash cooptional is your perfect solution. If you use that link, you'll even get 10% of your first order without ever having to earn it. Squarespace is a service that lets you build a website for whatever you'd like, with absolutely no experience required and, more importantly, bare minimum effort. Bare minimum? Absolutely. They do the vast majority of the work for you with incredible professional templates for almost any purpose. Just slot in the information you'd like, add a few pictures, and there you go. You have a website. You can even sell your tickets and merchandise for the convention via simple, secure, yet powerful e-commerce tools. Now all you need is a good name for your event so that you can grab a new Squarespace domain and start your convention domination. How about... Condor? That's a bird. There are various search engine optimization complications with that. Also, it's a bird. Krencon. That sounds like a treatment for constipation. Truck truck! Yeah, sure, whatever, that'll do fine. Just get on with it. Squarespace, build a website for whatever you'd like with no experience required and bare minimum effort. Go to squarespace.com slash cooptional for 10% of your first order and start building your website today. You can also grab your domain name at the same time with new Squarespace domains. Simple to set up, reliable, and no hidden fees. Squarespace, set your website apart. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Co-Optional Podcast. Right, we're away from the depressing stuff. Let's talk about other video games. Dodger, what have you been playing this yeah. week? Oh, wait, you've been playing Camp Salad. What were you playing before that? <laughs> You're muted. Played Abzu. Abzu? Is, is it Abzu, Abzu or Azbu? It's Abzu, right? It's Abzu. Abzu, yeah. yes. What, um, does that mean anything? Uh, I know that the the story of it is, chat can correct me, but I think it's a Mesopotamian legend. Oh, cool. Um, it's literally Journey Underwater. Yes. Uh, it has all of the same beats inside of it. It's about two hours long. Um, it's beautiful. It's absolutely mm -hmm. beautiful. And it does the same sort of like, oh, I'm getting like little bits of story and little bits of story and little bits of story. And then, oh my God, oh, okay all right okay <laughs> you know it like it hits you with stuff at a certain point when it when it really makes sense um but yeah it's weird this game i did not really have it on my radar because all of the promotional imagery i had seen of it made it seem like it didn't really have uh an objective you know yes. like it was more of just a i'm gonna swim around and look at fish game which is how it feels for the first hour or so is like yeah, okay i'm going into different show. areas i'm seeing different types of fish i'm getting to different like depths of water and stuff like that and then it all comes together and points you in a direction with like a really specific story um but it does have lots of of elements for people who are looking for that game like if you hit that story point and you're like oh this is cool but like i really just enjoyed the like looking at fish thing um in every single area they have a specific statue that's like a meditation statue and you can sit on it and hit a button and you can go between all of the different fish that are in the area 
So you can look at all of the different fish. You can watch them swim around. It tells you what their name is. Um, if the fish is big enough, you can hold on to it and you can like steer it. You can ride it. it. Yeah. You can, yeah. Uh, the dolphins, I didn't realize that you could steer them at first. So I was just letting yeah. them like swim around wherever. And then somebody was like, oh my God, if you just like point it upward, uh, if you're on a dolphin or something like that, if you point it upward, it'll jump with you out of the water. And I was like, yes. no way. And it was yeah. so fun. Like really, really cool. Remind me uh, of um, Echo the Dolphin on the Dreamcast to the first level where yeah. I spent like hours just doing that, jumping out of the water with my dolphin friends before everything went to hell. There was, yeah. a, there was a lot of that. And none mm -hmm. of these fish are procedurally generated as far as I'm aware. They're all handcrafted fish. Yeah. Which is lovely. It's, man, it's beautiful. Like mm -hmm. a really, really beautiful game that winds up also just being a good, succinct story. Um, yeah, I loved it. And and I, I think, again, because I didn't really expect anything out of it aside from, okay, I guess we'll play this game where you swim around and look at cool fish. Um, and it wound up being... It wound up being Journey Underwater, which was great. <laughs> which is appropriate because two of the developers are from the Journey's team. Actually. Yes, the composer um, and, the and the art, art director, director, I think. Yeah. 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 The music is wonderful. Absolutely it's wonderful. Fantastic. The, and the, as is the art. You know, it, it looks beautiful. It sounds beautiful. It, You know, that is a game that, in my eyes, is very... Uh, is more of a sort of walk-in-the-woods relaxing experience. Mm -hmm. you know there's a there's a couple of stressful little uh, parts of it i've only got about an hour through it i'm not i'm not done with it yet there's a couple oh, of stress parts like yeah it's like oh there's a shark oh shit or uh, but most of it is is fairly meditative you know you can chill in that game you can swim with fish and the fish realistically swim around you just like that amazing call of duty game we saw a while ago at some <laughs> random e3 you can ride different animals like i can get on a, on a big sea turtle or this giant trout thing or whatever it's right it is uh, good. It's it's enjoyable. It's it's chill. Yeah. The the few puzzles that they employ into the game, I wouldn't even necessarily call them puzzles. It's mm -hmm. just like sequences that you have to do in a certain order. Well, that's um, like Journey are... as well, right? Like Journey, yeah, Journey that's had all the, very simple. It paid lip service to platforming and stuff like that, you know, in puzzles. It never actually really challenged you with anything. Yeah. Uh but I would, yeah, definitely finish it. TV, definitely finish yeah, yeah. it. Oh, yeah, That's I'm going to finish it. Yeah, yeah. I'm enjoying it a lot. Tell me what you think. Yeah. yeah uh, Jesse, you or Krender play it? No. No. I haven't, no. I haven't played anything. <laughs> I've played some things, but I haven't <laughs> played that thing. They haven't played <laughs> that thing. There you go. It's great. It's, a, it's only a couple hours, man. It's a great experience. You should play it. Okay. Well, what have you been playing then, Crendor? Uh, well, earlier today, I actually played Death Road to Canada. Ah, yes. TV that said it was good, so I made okay. a video out of it. That's been rendering this whole time. You're uh, all in my Death Road to Canada <laughs> video, by the way. Yeah. I use your uh, character file. Yeah. So I was too lazy to make everyone, so it's like, oh, this will be easy. So it was me and you at first, and then the adventure continued on, and I won't spoil it, but things occurred and thanks the great that's that's awesome information i feel spoiled tv on the road things occurred <laughs> things occurred. who else at least tell us who else showed up because i made 17 uh, damn youtubers all with their own see. different traits and hairstyles davis davis uh, showed up. cinnamon toast ken 
Yeah. Uh, Jesse. Jesse's and... a Jesse's a kung fu master, <laughs> but a also a master. sheriff. Well, no shit. Of course, <laughs> yeah. naturally. They call me Kung Fu Sheriff. <laughs> Dodger's uh, a trait is explorer. Uh, sorry, her perk is explorer, but her trait is obnoxious, and she's very small right. with bulma colored hair. Perfect. Yeah. She always gets Absolutely eaten by true. the zombies, and then we sounds like the kind of person to go cowboy camping, if you ask me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there may have been one more, uh, and then that was it. But it was very fun. I really like that game. I'm definitely gonna play more of that game. This is awesome. It's it's definitely got its moments. Like uh, I have to wonder how many weird events it's got because it plays it. You know, it, it's quite like a zombie version of Oregon Trail. Yeah, uh, but. There's already been a zombie version of Oregon Trail. It's called Organ Trail. This yeah, I enjoy yeah. a bit more uh, because it's got yeah. it's also got kind of a looting and brawling aspect where you mm-hmm. you go through uh, little areas and you've got to fight off the zombies in order to get loot and stuff, which yeah, is where like the perks come in. You get weapons that can break. You get weapon skill. Jesse has this like five point palm exploding heart technique strike or whatever. <laughs> so he just kung fu chops all the zombies to death while you okay. loot all the shit. Yeah, uh, which which is great. And it feels like some of the events can go like multiple ways too. Or like yes. you climbed a tree and it's like it was fine. And I'm like, I'm sure there's one where it's like you fell out of the tree and broke something. Yeah, there's there's definitely yeah. stuff like that. Especially when you're if your car runs out of petrol and you have to run along the road, a lot oh, of yeah. bad shit happens to you. It's <laughs> like there's there's even one event which is just like you know nothing really bad happened. This is just really depressing. Everybody loses their morale. <laughs> it's like what the fuck? Come on. Yeah. Uh, I also wanted to play that, like, game with the Greeks destroying everything. I played that earlier today. Yeah, uh, what, how do you pronounce it? It begins with an O. It's Oculus. Yes. Jesse, you got code for Oculus as well, didn't you? The Greek mob game? Yes. Greek mob game. Greek mob game, yeah, yeah. I love that game. Uh, holy shit. The basic gist is, you are a prophet... And you're a philosopher, you, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're basically just, like, a, an educated individual, and you're like, the gods aren't real! Let's go F those guys up! <laughs> and so all... You you get, go around gathering mobs of what look like, I don't know, Nintendo 64-level, like, style characters? Like, like Joe and Mac style, like... And you go around, and you uh, gather uh, people, and you Mama can get people. anyone from soldiers to... Like, people who can defend, you have just regular riders. You can go grab slaves, and they can carry meat and things for you. Yeah. Um, and the basic gist is you fight off all these different uh, enemies and get to a boss battle, and the boss battle is with one of the different uh, gods. gods. Yeah. And so and you beat I the fought... shit out of them. Oh, yeah, I fought Artemis and uh, Ares so far. I'm trying to think who else I fought. Oh, it's super fun. It's a Apollo ton of fun. And he, uh, Hera, Hera's a pain in the ass. Jesus. If you uh, and what happens is your fall, your your leader. If he dies, uh, then just one of your people in your group is like, "I'm the new leader," and he takes over, and then you can just go around and keep murdering people. It's great. Yeah, it's it, a lot of fun. It plays a bit like Pikmin. It's it, it it's a fairly amusing game, like humor wise. <coughs> like the, the mob will say a bunch of different shit. You, you probably you probably have seen it at some point. You know, you just get a giant mob of people. You can also have animals in your mob. Like, you yes. have infinite number. They don't do anything, but they just join you. So you've got, like, oh, fucking horses shit. and cats and shit and everything in there. I've played this game. You have played it. I thought you might yeah. have. And, and what you can do is, like, if you get... Let's say you get 10 soldiers. If you go into the area between levels, there's a vendor there who's like, store. yo, if you give me eight of those soldiers, I'll give you this super soldier guy. Hero, who looks yeah. like 
Elvis for some reason. And it <laughs> give you a buff of like 20% damage to everyone. You're like, I'm in, take these soldiers. Because you can only have such a large group of followers before you okay. max out. So you have to keep trading in guys to get better units. Yes. So eventually you have like a super strong army of like philosophers and, and assassins. And it's a ton of fun. It's a silly, silly fun game. I love it. It, it is ridiculous. Uh, I, I think every, also when you die, you kind of go back to the start, but you unlock a bunch of new stuff. So I think the first one I I lost on I died on like the third boss fight or whatever and I got an unlocked hero that I get to start with called Baron von Munchausen I believe or whatever and he joins me and then I got another hero and stuff like that you can unlock different classes of of rioters and then different classes of heroes and starting buffs and stuff like that uh, but it plays it's sort of a bit Pikmin esque you know you mm-hmm. you sort of hold down the button in the direction that you want the mob go attack is like go forth. It'll fly, my pretties, and they go and just mob it and just beat the shit out of it. Uh, you hold the right mouse button to have them defend, so if you're having fireballs thrown it, you can have them defend to reduce damage. Uh, you can also have them collapse into a small group, so there are certain areas of the level which have traps in them, so you've got to, like, move them carefully through that. You can't just rampage through the level, because you'll probably run into a bunch of traps and die. Uh, or so, you yeah, can. Or you just tear down buildings. Or just you do that. Sh- yeah, you can totally tear down buildings. You tear and down cities, and it's like, get out the way, Grease! Yeah. <laughs> yeah it's it is quite silly uh i i played a couple of hours of it uh it someone described it as a single player realm of the mad god yeah actually kind of yeah you just you have a giant mob of shit and you throw it in the general direction of that enemy and <laughs> and you murder it with a mob it's of super ancient fun. greeks super it's, fun yeah it's coming out in a few days i think it, it is kind of funny uh there's a lot of really good references and stuff in there as well so yeah, you you may very well enjoy that. It it is very silly. Yeah, I'm excited to play that. And uh, no, oh yeah, I played uh New Karazan expansion Hearthstone. Oh yeah, I've only played a couple of encounters of that yeah. so far. How is that? Is it the disco <laughs> adventure we all want? It is the. Disco it kind adventure. of is. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the first boss is like you fight uh the the dinnerware, so it's like a plate and the a silverware fork. golem. Yeah, the yeah. silverware golem. <laughs> Oh god, that fucking fight is like he spawns. Um, he has a power that summons cups, and yeah. then you can, he can summon forks, a plate. Oh, you know he summons plates. But if he summons a cup, that buffs the plates and yeah, all that shit like that. Knife, of course. Five one knife with like a make plates taunt. Yeah, so all the that's plates really have annoying. Taunt and the knife just kills you. Yeah, it's <laughs> great. And then uh, there's also Prince Malkazar right when you get in, which is a really fun fight. Yeah, because you fight him as Medivh, who has a bunch of really awesome powerful yeah. spells. So if you want to yeah. do a, like a 37 damage pyroblast, you get to do that because it gets kind of ridiculous. Yeah, and then uh, they have chess event. Chess event was really cool. I'm told that's I awesome. That. I haven't played it yet. So yeah, that was really, really good. Interesting boss fight. Like all the boss fights this time around seem to be even more interesting mechanically than the stuff they've yeah. done before. Def- it's definitely the best adventure they've put out, and it's only been, like, one wing. So I'm excited to see what the yeah, other wings are. Yeah, there's three or four more, right? Yeah. And then uh, me and Jesse streamed Legion pre-launch. Oh, I saw all of Jesse's tweets. <laughs> yeah. So happy. Really, really <laughs> loves it. Uh, I like the like everything about it except for the normal Warcraft bullshit that they do. Like, yeah. Everyone knows what I'm talking about when it's like, yeah, no, so there's four weeks until the expansion comes out, so we're just going to give you a bunch of bullshit to do until then. 
but every Tuesday you get like a new story bit added to it. So mm-hmm. last uh, Tuesday was like the new uh, Broken Shore event with a bunch of cool cutscenes and like you're fighting demons and shit. And Crendor and I were like, that was a ton of fun. Yeah. I had a lot of fun playing that. The bit after that was like, yeah, no, now you have to go do zone invasion events where on PvP servers, everyone's flagged, but you all have to work together to kill an enemy. Jesus. So it's literally like everyone killing everyone and nothing getting done. You're like, this is The thing stupid. is, you get credit for it, even if you're not like doing anything. So all I did was yes. like, I sat there as a ghost that is res with like... So no- literally what it is now is it's one faction is doing all the work and whatever faction has the minority just flies above it and doesn't help. So it yeah. takes twice as long... And you just sit there and like, all right, well, I got credit for that. Cool. And then you just like read a book or some shit because you're bored. <laughs> it is Weird. so dumb. Um, and then then today they released a new story bit that I played right before I, I got on for the podcast. And it literally is like, hey, we're really quickly over the course of two small quests going to reveal to you something really major that if you read the Chronicle book, the uh, this bad boy, if you read this book, you learn that the planet has a Titan inside of it. But only if reading this book would you know that, <laughs> except for this one quest today where they're like, a guy's like, hey, did you know that Azeroth has a Titan in it? That's cool, all right. That's the line. And it's like, <laughs> all right. if you're playing, the, I, that's what I tweeted today. I was like, if you're playing this game, you're going to be like, what the fuck? Just, wait, what? Wait, what? Because it, it comes out of nowhere. It literally is like, that explains why everyone wants to mess with Azeroth. Get it? No, because that's the stupidest, like, poorly <laughs> written dialogue in a game I've ever read. Oh, yeah. It's so, but yeah, they, they released like three quests today. And then apparently there's more, but it just cuts off because they have to release three next week. So it's like, hey, we, we could have released all six that were in the beta. We're going to do three and three. Like, all right, cool. So, you know, Warcraft bullshit where it's like, all right, everyone knows that Legion comes out on the 30th and it's going to be the longest, like, the last month before an expansion is the longest, most boring shit yeah. in all of Warcraft. It's garbage. The expansion will come out. Crunner and I will play it and be like, this is great. And then, you know, it'll be more garbage. It'll be like, now go grind reps. It's great fun for about a month. Yeah. And then, then the, the reality of the MMO hits in again. You're like, ah, yes, the grinding I'm accustomed to. Isn't yeah. there a new season of Diablo too? Yeah, I... I... The last season of Diablo angered me in that they got rid of, like, we're not going to do cool cool armor stuff and, and, like, special things. It's all random now. Like, it, it, I don't know. I liked it when it was like, this season gave you this, and this season gave you this. Right. And now it's like, everyone can get anything. Fuck it. And now I have, <laughs> I have no, like, like, desire to, like, there's nothing in me that's like, you better get that before it's gone. It's not like the Overwatch shit where it's like, hey, yo, you want this Lucio skin? Fuck you! You have two weeks to get it. Like that's you, you can't buy it like the other normal stuff. Uh, that, do whatever. we all sort of agree mm. that the current the thing with Overwatch skins right now <laughs> is a bit bullshit? Mm. Right. Oh, I, look! Are we sort of all on the same you. page on that one? I'm with you. I Jeff Kaplan did an interview that was like, "Hey guys, I don't know why why everyone's so worked up. This is I learned. I you know everything I learned. I learned from when I worked on Warcraft, and next year." We're going to bring it back so you have a chance in a year from now to get it. I was like, that is uh, unacceptable. Yeah. That is uh, unacceptable to me. Uh, it's like, well, one, that kind of sucks balls because I was hoping for something new next year. So that means you're going to repeat it, which isn't good. Yeah. The Olympics, it, you know, that happens every year. 
Oh yeah, yeah of, course. of course. In Rio, every year. Uh-huh. The Rio Olympics. It's, it's known for yeah. that. Yeah, but secondly, <laughs> like, the, I mean, ultimately, it is just skins, so I don't really care a huge amount. But it yeah. irks me simply because it's like, right, with the previous skin system, you can either you 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 open the loot boxes, or you know, and eventually you'll probably earn enough currency to get the thing you want. Right, eventually. Yeah. Takes a bit of time, takes a lot of time, possibly, but depending on how lucky you are, but you'll probably earn enough to get it. I mean, in theory, you could buy an infinite number of crates in this event and not get the skin you want, and there's no other fucking way to get it, which to me seems ridiculous. And the justification for it is, well, we want some things to be rare. I mean, Hearthstone cards, there's rare cards, and you don't have to, you can craft those just. Yeah, you can can craft them. I feel like you've got to always have more than one way to get something. Yeah. And in this case, if you didn't want people to spend in-game currency, which I think is ridiculous, you should let them spend fucking in-game currency, for God's sake. It's not like people yeah. have a huge amount of it. You know, it, it doesn't drop that often, and the actual disenchantment rates that you get for duplicate skins are awfully low. Yeah. If you're not going to let them buy it for that, at least let them buy the skin outright. Just, let, just fucking put a price tag on it. Let me do what you can do in Heroes of the Storm. Like, I want that skin, five bucks. I want that skin, ten bucks. Done. I get the thing that I want. I'm yeah. fuck's sake, I literally have got three of the same legendary Lucio skin in this event. Like, three of the same one, the, the track and field, yeah. like, footballer Lucio or whatever. I was like, great. That gave me a bunch of currency. I actually got two legendary currency drops during the event as well. I can't use them to buy the new skins. Well, that, it's, it's I, like, I'm what? with you on this. Like I, yeah, I when I first logged in, when I first logged in, I was like, "Oh shit, yo, I have got three thousand coins to spend. I'm gonna buy these motherfuckers." Yeah, and I was like, yeah. "Oh, you can't buy them? Okay." And I was like, "Well, fuck it, thirty nine bucks. Let's do this." But yeah, I bought, bucks, I bought like thirty nine bucks of got, boxes, got fifty yeah. of the boxes, started opening them, and I was like, "All right, cool, cool." And I was like, "Oh shit, I got the I got the uh, Zarya skin. That's cool." I go look at Zarya. She has two. There's a variant. And I was like, "Wait, yes. fuck you." Fuck you, Blizzard! It was like a moment of just like, there's no way unless you're just gonna like start throwing money yeah. at Blizzard. Unless you're Sam, who spent like hundred and forty dollars just yeah. right there. and he probably yeah. still doesn't have everything. Like, he he, no, he does. He actually he got everything. Yeah. He made wow. sure he got everything. I don't. That's why he kept buying boxes. I, mean, I probably like, would have if I hadn't Lucio had two ball. legendary like, currency no, drops and shit. three of the same Lucio skin. Which I then can't use to buy the other skins, so I don't so have the Zarya skin yeah, and a bunch of other stuff. That doesn't make much sense to me. Yeah, I mean, they oh, could at least had to drop a different kind of currency, like a summer currency or something that you could join. Yeah. Or use the currency to buy loot boxes of, yeah. of that type. Anything. Anything that's more reliable than random bullshit with no other way to get it. The worst part is, is you have normal loot boxes, which give you the normal rewards. Yeah. Summer loot boxes, which give you normal plus the new stuff. Oh, yeah. So, you're, yeah. so the mix, like, if it was just getting that's the new stuff, good. I'd be if fine. Was, yes, the if it was just getting the new stuff, like, yeah. yeah. I like, open it, and half the things I have, I'm like, wait, this yeah. is fucking garbage. I, I cannot even stress to you how much I, I hate this it's thing. It's a silly system. It, yeah. it really yeah, it's is. Like it, it's like the Hearthstone thing again, where it's like, you could, like, oh, man, I'm going to open these cool new packs. And it's like, oh, I'm getting classic cards in it. That's neat. Yeah, it, it, it doesn't need to be that way. Sort of like that. But it, it just, like, it's not a big deal to me because it is just skins, whatever. And I'm always going to say, look, skin microtransactions are fine. But there are ways you can do skin microtransactions which are less obnoxious than this. And this mm-hmm. is, like, this is just pissing people off. Like, it, you, the, the question you have to ask is, did this business decision make anybody happy other than our accountants? 
And if right. the answer is no, then maybe rethink it a little bit. Maybe. What about the people like can't even spend that much money? Like, like, oh man, I get a summer loot box and it has nothing summer. Literally no summer stuff in it. Yeah. Yeah. The fact that it can have no summer stuff in it, that I think is the biggest kick in the teeth. Yeah. If it was all summer stuff guaranteed, I was like, all right, well, at least it came out of that event with a few summer sprays and maybe a decent ish skin or, or a cool pose or whatever. Great. But you can literally get a bunch of shit from the classic game that you already own, which turns into currency that you can't then spend <laughs> on the summer stuff. Which is, the most, the most insulting thing is the little tiny stuff they've added that can only be found here. We're like, Mercy going, piece of cake is exclusive to the summer event. Like, <laughs> what? Why? Why is that the I case? Don't... It's so dumb. Mm, I can't I even, know. yeah, whatever. I'm not... I've learned I've learned over the last 48 hours that if you give Blizzard any kind of shit on Twitter, the fanboys will come out in force. Holy oh, yeah. shit. Oh, definitely. <laughs> and I, I think there's a balance to strike. Apparently, there, it, yes, it's one guaranteed summer item. I know this, but it could. it's often just a spray, you know. And I, I'm not one of the people who say, oh, sprays are fucking useless. Like, they're not, you know. that's It's cool, but it's not a big deal. You know, a lot of the people are not going to get that that excited over a spray or a voice line, especially when most of the voice lines, most of the voice lines aren't even summer themed. Like I thought they'd no, be all like not. sports yeah. themed or something. And like, nope. they're not, they're literally just other lines. Yeah, I'm like, like, what? Hey, let's put the ball in the net. They're just like, I gotta kill. Yeah. <laughs> like, right. Yeah. I got a McCree yeah. one that was just like something about high noon. I'm like, okay, great. <laughs> That's got nothing to do with anything. Summer games related or whatever. It's, you know, it, it is, you know, let, let's call it what it is. You know, it's a silly and greedy move from Blizzard. Does it affect the game? No. Is it still greedy? Did they have to do it that way? No, they didn't have to do it that way. And yes, it is. It's okay to call them out for that. Yeah. That doesn't make the game shit. The game's still great. The game's getting That's better. Literally everything I try to say is like, just because I have a complaint doesn't mean I'm like, I, I hate it. Like, I have a complaint because I'm still playing it. a terrible it. game. Yeah. Yes. You're allowed, I'm allowed to it. say I'm allowed to say that the summer event is is kind of a, a cheap move on Blizzard's part. I'm yes, allowed to say that it the is. invasions in WoW are shit and I don't like them. I'm allowed to say all sorts of wonderful things because I'm a fan. It's like yeah. it's like I, a friendship. Just because you get pissed off that a person did something doesn't mean that you're not friends anymore unless they did something real bad. Oh, so you keep doing that. You know, cowboy, you cowboy. Cabbage. Jesse, Jesse, if you want to go cowboy camping so bad, you can come with me next Fuck time. Fuck your camping salad. This is all coming from a place of of like missing out, FOMO. I don't want. I don't. Those, want... You have those FOMO feelings. You want that cowboy experience? Seeing the meteor shower under the beautiful night sky. As long as oh, I'll go, as long as I can bring guitar and you pretend to be Coyote and you sing along with me. Okay. Oh, yeah. Perfect. God. Done. Great. Great. Okay. Uh. <laughs> You to lay the Fucking hell. Singing on the range. Goddamn camping salad. Uh, yeah. Wait. We played Lucio Ball, though. I enjoyed that. Rocket That's League. a ton of fun. I it's actually haven't tried super that yet, fun. But... Rocket yes. League Overwatch, Dude. it's great. It's, it must be better than literally all the other brawls that are all yes. horribly yeah. shit. Me, well, it's it's Benji. the first one that isn't just like... Let's change one aspect of yeah, normal they, Overwatch. They put effort into it. It's like a totally different game <laughs> God, mode. It's, it's, a, it's night and day between the Hearthstone brawls, which are almost always really fun, and the fucking Overwatch brawls, which are like, what if you could only play two characters? 
<laughs> like, no, that's you know, boring. Why would been, no? That's worse. I've been okay with those up until now because almost every time it's focused on characters that I don't play, and it's forced me to. Oh, play so you're that using character. it as a training thing? Okay. Yeah. I can see the yeah. usefulness of that. Sure. Um, yeah. and the the Farah and Mercy brawl where everybody was literally flying constantly was that was a that was a ton of fun yeah I thought that was just the amazing. arcade mode arcade mode's a bunch of fun where everyone's arcade like mode is fun, yeah. I have all my abilities like that's all fun. the time yeah the slam mode Reinhardt slams all day slam <laughs> slam which gotta get that slam which as we slam which come on and slam but, and but I think the jam the Lucio ball brawl literally just took it up to another level and it's yeah, so it's good. good yeah. I have nothing but good things to say about it. Literally, after losing five uh, competitive games in a row, I was like, fuck it. I'm going to go Lucio Brawl. Like, that's where, like, it's so relaxing and it's like such a better in game mode than anything they've done so far. It's amazing. It's amazing. Yeah, like, they should keep it as like an actual mode. Absolutely. Me, Benji, and Sam, we formed a team, the ultimate team, and we won nine. Out of ten games, after we uh, established our team chemistry, they're not they're not. I was ultimate. gonna say not that, ultimate. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, that wasn't the, the final count. I watched those well, games. No, no, no. The first <laughs> day we son played, of a bitch is what he is. First day we played, we had some chemistry issues. We only went like uh-huh. four and five or something. That didn't really uh, count. That was practice. Sure. Then uh-huh. the next time we streamed, a few days later, we went n- nine wins, one loss. Is great. We were a full-on dominant force. You know what? I'm going to trust the cowboy on this one. I feel like she knows what's up. <laughs> no, Something you, honest about her. You missed it. It's great. There was definitely an entire hour that I watched where you guys did not win once. That's we all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. We did not mesh as a team. LeBron, <laughs> you know, Dwayne Wade, yeah. they didn't win for a few years. But once they did, bam, unstoppable. That's what we were. I was LeBron. Of course. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, who else? Naturally. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, we were great. I loved it. It was very fun, and I want to keep playing it more. Cool. Mm-hmm. Yes. I think, uh, did I play anything else this week? Let me look. Let me look at the old uh, games library. I don't think I did. No. I mean, the other, other thing I could talk about oh is like Vive. Because I know you just got a Vive. Who? Little Biscuit. TV. I- no, he's had a vibe. I've I've had vibe had Oculus vibe. since they came out. Oh, Jen yeah. got a vibe. Jen Jen got a vibe. Yeah. Yeah, that's what it was. Jen's actually had a vibe for like a month. She just didn't do anything with it. Just now no. set it up. She she, she played the. Set up. Yeah, she she only uh, was convinced to set it up when she heard about the Everest experience because she really wanted to climb mountains and stuff. So she did the Everest experience and quite enjoyed that. Dude, uh, I want the Everest experience. She's been playing a bit she of audio. Said it takes shield. like. Uh, yeah, audio yeah, takes, is so fun. Yeah, it, it is. It, it takes about like an hour to do the Everest experience, but nice. it is cool. Like it's, it's definitely cool. It's, it's just I think a lot of the VR experiences are they're quite pricey for what they are, because yeah. obviously it's an emerging sort of market and genre. So yeah. I think that's probably got a lot to do with why people thought the Everest experience maybe wasn't worth the money. But it, there's definitely some pretty breathtaking shit in that. Yeah, I'm gonna check that out. I want to climb Mount Everest and not actually do it. I was uh, playing <laughs> House of the Dying Sun earlier on the Oculus Rift, and mm-hmm. I enjoy the hell out of that. As space games are great on VR, like they they pretty much all are. Anything that puts you in the cockpit of a space fighter or whatever is probably going to be awesome on VR. I set mm-hmm. it up with my X52 Hotas, which is like the the flight stick. 
with uh, the separate throttle and everything. And it took me about half an hour to configure it properly to get it to work. But once I did, it's like, this is fucking awesome. Like, you feel really immersed in it. The sound assets in that game are great. It's still in early access, so they're definitely still working on it. But it seems like a really promising game. Did a few missions in that, blew some shit up, and flew through space super fast. And it was really great. Like, that. I think I just want to play space games, I think, on my VR forever. <laughs> just yeah. it just makes it so much better anything with a cockpit uh the, the, i believe there's also support for um dirt rally now as well you can play dirt rally on the vr mm. i think i'd probably uh, play a definitely play a racing game on that certainly i think that'll probably be quite fun yeah i think vr's it's going in the right direction it's just gonna take yeah. a while yeah. yeah there's a lot more stuff coming out i mean the oculus touch is coming out quite soon which is gonna make it a bit more flexible i have to admit that playing vr games with a 360 controller is not that great you know i tried to play the climb which is the thing that crytek made which is just a climbing simulator but i was just uh, all i could think to myself doing it is like well if i was using this with vive controllers this would feel great because i'd be climbing like this <laughs> yeah, I'm yeah climbing with fucking yeah. thumbsticks this is shit you know once once the oculus touch comes out for that that'll be fine uh but obviously the vive already has those sort of room scale experiences and they feel really good uh, Dude, but, I don't know if I talked about it here. I did the IKEA VR experience. I'm sure you did. I'm yeah, sure you I did. Mean, what did you think about it? We that? all assumed. It was disappointing. <laughs> <laughs> really? Really? <laughs> having been an IKEA enthusiast, having visited IKEA easily over 100 times, uh, it was not anything I expected. It was, it was not like a real IKEA? It was like having one room. You just had one room to go to. You could like open the drawers, but the controllers, like the controls were kind of broken. So I was like trying to do it and it wouldn't work. And I was like, okay. And then it just had like some slight audio track in the background, like, <laughs> and, like just like plates clanking. And stuff. What? Like general, <laughs> just yeah, like general noise. noises. <laughs> and, uh, I, I like. Room, there's no way out. <laughs> I like your general IKEA noises. Are you haven't even been to IKEA? You don't know. I I, I have never been to an IKEA. I don't know. Maybe really? maybe Jesse, the maybe the entire know. place is just like. It's <laughs> 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 oh my god! Uh, yeah, was a disappointing experience. Maybe they'll up their game. I hope they do. <laughs> I'm sure uh, they will, yes. Yeah, I have no doubt. Bad uh, times, boys. That's yeah. the thing. They did just release Minecraft on Oculus, which I imagine is probably... Oh, yeah? Yeah, I haven't played it yet because it's Windows 10 exclusive, if you can believe that. So it's like, why is Windows... Why? Minecraft is literally on everything, but apparently to play the VR version, you need Windows fucking 10. Like, what Windows the hell? 10 exclusive. I don't know why that is, uh, but I'm like, well, I'm not installing Windows 10 for that shit, so... Didn't bother with that. I, know. I don't know why I'd want to play Minecraft VR. Uh, I, I, you know what? Survival mode. I can imagine that being fun as hell. Me too. Like the. Then again, that's true. Because I played uh, what's that one game? Vanishing Realms. You ever Vanishing Realms is really good. Yeah. Now that I like thought about Vanishing Realms, it's almost that kind of style. Like I can see it being fun. Yeah, I can see that being a ton of fun of just going around trying to survive as like nighttime descends on you in VR and you start hearing those weird like that'd be that would be pretty that'd be nuts. hissing yeah. noises from yeah, from creepers and stuff. I'd be like, Nope, I'm out. <laughs> yeah. I can imagine that'd be a ton of fun. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I can see that being pretty Indeed. enjoyable. 
Maybe I'll try that out. It seems like it would be the easiest thing to 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 just port to VR. Mm-hmm. Just complexity yeah. wise. It's it's yeah. the, the movement is the issue. Like you've yeah. got to make the movement not make you throw up. That's the challenge. You know, it's why yeah. they're, they're saying, "Oh, we're doing going to do Fallout Four in VR." I'm like, the fuck! Like if that, <laughs> unless they do teleportation, which would break the whole game, really. And they're probably going to have to do that because if you walk around, it will make most people sick. That's just yeah. how that's how it gets. Uh, I so read I don't, a. Now they're going to figure it out. They're doing Doom as well, which is like fuck. That was so fast movement in that. That yeah, would be insane. Yeah, no, thank you. Nope. That would make me super the sick. vomit comet. No way. I, I read. I read an article about the Batman VR, and literally the article was titled something along the lines of like Batman without throwing up. And I'm like, if this is how we're pitching <laughs> VR now, that's a problem. Yeah, that, that is a bit of an issue. I still haven't seen. They put out the trailer for, like, Batman, where the cowl. I'm like, there's no gameplay footage in any of this. All you show... The only thing you showed me in Engine was me going down the elevator into the Batcave. That was it. That's You didn't show me how to play it. I have no fucking idea what's going on with that. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, a lot of the PS4 VR stuff's a little bit of a mystery, honestly. Uh, I'm interested to see how a lot of that will work. Uh, I like the, get, sorry. at E3, the porn people showed up. Yeah. Be like, hey, check yo, it out. That's the thing that already me. works very well. Call me. I <laughs> that line was nuts. I'm my Rightfully Oculus Rift so. just sitting here, yo. If you wanna <laughs> I'll put the hell out of that. Yeah. <laughs> no, uh, I... Sp- speaking of which, on the same lines, I found it really funny that the um line for the uh uh Final Fantasy 15 VR experience, people sat through the shitty shooter part. Just so they could do the part where you're driving in the car with Sid. It's like this half naked woman next to you. Oh, people are like, yeah. I'm telling you, make the Batman one just you and Poison Ivy, and she's just in a room talking to you. People will be like, the best fucking game ever. Uh, yeah, and then at one point you get to drive the Batmobile. Yeah. Honestly. Yeah. Primo. Best best demo there was. Yeah. yeah oh my still god. Yes. For the Star I want VR Yu-Gi-Oh. I just want to be able to be like Oh my god, me too. Oh, speaking, of, speaking of that, actually, there is a VR card game out. Um, the, the, I like this game a lot, except I don't like the VR version. Uh, they did Ascension on VR, which is Ascension's that Ascension's a great game. Yeah, Ascension is a great game. Uh, the problem with the VR version is the problem that I've had with all VR, which is that text is blurry on VR, like all um. of it. And I think it's, um, I've, I mean, I have all three of the major headsets, the Gear, the Vive, and the Rift. The Rift has had out of all of them has had the best text for me but only slightly better than the vive but even with the rift the text is blurry to the point where i can't read the cards properly so I'm like mm. well i mean that's probably got half you know part to do with my eyes not being all that good but i imagine someone with 2020 vision would have a lot more fun with it but even then you have to look at text in a very specific way on vr for it to be clear and crisp so i don't want to play well- a card game in vr because I don't think Krendor wants the card game. I think he wants oh. the anime. Oh, he yeah. wants the experience yeah. of throwing cards. You activated and... my trap card. Yeah. Oh my god! <laughs> if it was, if all the characters were just the anime characters with the voice actors. Yes. Oh, oh, no, Kaiba. <laughs> Your move, oh. Kaiba. <laughs> oh, Kaiba, no! That's my trick, Exodia. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, I yeah. would, I'd play that shit. That'd be amazing. Everybody would play that, dude. The only, yeah, if I wanted like the Yu-Gi-Oh card game, I just want like Hearthstone Yu-Gi-Oh or something. But like, yeah, full on Yu-Gi-Oh VR. You got your thing. You're ready. You fight all the characters. They do the voice acting. It's amazing. Yeah, every that look. I don't know what company owns that now. Bandai Namco, probably. Yeah, whoever owns it, jump on that shit. 
Funimation. Funimation, that's right. Funimation. Cartoon, cartoon kids. I don't know. Deke. <laughs> for Deke? Deke on some shit. <laughs> oh, Deke. 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 Oh, oh, no. Kaiba, no! Oh, what a. And they drive you up there with a half naked woman in the car. Like, we're taking you to your Yu Gi Oh tournament. Yes! (laughs) If you go into the shadow. That'd be great. It's just Sid from Final Fantasy 15. She's like, I'm here to fix your car. (laughs) By the way, that's horribly impractical. (laughs) So, Square Enix, for those who don't know, if you pre ordered Final Fantasy 15, which I did because I'm a nerd and I was still going to play it no matter what, so I might as well pre order it. if you pre-ordered it, you are now part of this thing where every Friday uh, there's a Carbuncle-like free item day. Where if you log into this website, you click Carbuncle and you get a prize, right? And so the prizes, the headlines are like, get a free custom uh, PlayStation 4 built to, like, it has cool lights and shit. Or this week's one was like, get all the, like, accessories to be one of the characters from Final Fantasy 15. Or, like, all these cool things. And then it's like a lanyard or a phone case or like dwindles down to like shitty prices. The first, the first week, I'm three weeks in. The first week was I got an in-game DLC code for the ability to make my car in-game be have Sid's body spray all over the car. So oh it's like a half-naked woman sake. all over the car. And I'm like, yeah. Jesus. And then I was like, well, that was that's amazing. This is exactly what I want. What else? What other kind of garbage can I get from this? Oh, I got garbage. Second week, three Square Enix points. What? What no. is a Square Enix point? What does that mean? Square Enix points can be used to buy items at the Square Enix store, which is like, it's kind of like Nintendo, where if you buy Nintendo games, you get points that you can then use to get, like, crap, okay. basically. So it's the same thing, except the cheapest thing on there is 12 points. And it's like a pencil, right? So, <laughs> so I got three, I got three points. Three so I was points. like, what the fuck am I going to do with three points? Good news, this week, got another three points. <laughs> you get that pencil in two weeks, boy. <laughs> by the time happen. the game got pushed in November, by the time November comes out, I'm going to get a whole set of pencils. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, dude. Junk. So I'm thrilled. Yeah, and by the way, they pushed it back again. Ironically and hilariously, if you remember at the event, the Square Enix event, uh, the first thing they released was like, like it popped up on the screen that it was like November 30th, 2016. And everyone was like, yay. And then game, like Greg and everyone's like, we can do better. And it like shoots down to September 30th. And everyone's like, yeah, it's actually going to be September, uh, November 29th. Of course it is. <laughs> They're actually moving it back. So of course. Yeah. Awesome job, Squeenix. Keep it up. I love you. Oh, well. <laughs> By the way, uh, Speaking of Squeenix. Oh Konami. my God. Konami yeah. owns Yu-Gi-Oh. Oh, Konami. Well, it's yeah. fucked then. <laughs> Konami? No, yo, Krendel, we can do this. Konami has an office right next to the YouTube space. Oh, shit. Oh, shit, you're right. We need to stop Let's by. Let's go in there. We'll be very... We should pitch like, it. We yo, should pitch it. Yu-Gi-Oh game. Yeah. Your move, Kaiba. Yeah, your move, Kaiba. And I'm like, oh, no, Kaiba, watch out! <laughs> yeah. Uh, but speaking of which, one week, yo, new day of sex. Yep, yep. So I'm just getting my code for that tomorrow. Uh, so I'm looking forward to that. Hopefully it won't suck. I mean, there's been no indication that it will. So. Yeah, everything I've played so far has been like on the level. So I'm mm-hmm. super excited. I think I think you're in on this. Like someone reached out to me and was like, what do you, What would you say to eye tracking in Deus Ex? Yeah, like, I, I got that, that email mean. as well. Yeah. 
Like, Apparently they're gonna right. have some. Uh, they're gonna have some optional eye tracking functionality in Deus Ex. Like, oh, what does that mean? Uh, well, I have no clue. I I can tell you. I'm am I under NDA for this? Probably not. Uh, hang on a sec. I'm just looking at this functionality. Uh, for more information, check out this page. I mean, this page is fucking public, so no, uh, this is not in the aid. Yeah, uh, aim at what you're looking at. Uh, extended view. Um, look at the edge of the screen. The game's camera will pan, giving you a wide, wider field of view with just a glance. You know, I'm all about that wider field of view. Icarus dash at a glance, whatever that is. Um... That's your, like... Cleaner <laughs> UI. A quick inventory is the biggest deal. Apparently, you can, like, quick access inventory items by just looking at a part of the screen. I definitely feel like this is something I wouldn't do in my Let's Play of it, but definitely on a stream, like, let's test this out and see Give it a it, try. Yeah. I imagine this could either be awesome or totally, it's like... probably disastrous. All over the place, but, yeah. <laughs> but I, I'd give it a shot, certainly. I mean, you yeah, know, tra track think... IR's been a thing for a while. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I'd be curious to see how they calibrate it. Yeah. Like before you start playing. Absolutely, yeah. I'd be curious, yeah. Because, I mean, you know, people have been using track IR stuff, uh, which kind of tracks your head and movement for ages with stuff like flight simulators and everything, and it's worked well. As to how eye tracking works, I don't know. I will... But they said, hey, you know, do you want to, you know, we can, we'll send you the review code, but do you also maybe want to be involved in this? I'm like, well, I mean, I can try it, sure. I have no idea if I'll like it. But yeah, that's, literally, that's literally what I said. I was like, I... Don't know what this is, but no, I yeah, don't. I'll give it. I'll give it a go. I can give it a try. Sure. Like, sure. All right. I'm not gonna not say no to a crazy Deus Ex experience. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But what might be interesting is uh, the potential applications for uh, disabled people later on with stuff like that. Right. Oh yeah. There might be some really, you know, really cool applications there. So we'll see just how accurate it is. Yeah. Yeah. I'm excited. I'm excited for. Uh... What's to come this year? All these games. Shout out to, to, to our good friend Danny for being like, nothing's going to be Doom this year. Boo, Danny! Dishonored boo! 2, mate, yeah. I don't know, I mean, yeah, that's a good point, but no, Deus Ex and Dishonored 2. All I'm just saying, this is the fucking year of the D. No doubt about it. Dishonored 2, year. Deus Ex, yeah. Doom. Put it on record. All great, all great D. games. You know, some of the best games this year, by the looks of it anyway. Obviously, they're not out yet, so hopefully they will be. Otherwise, I'm going to look like an idiot. But all began with D. Yep. A lot of potential. Lot of, two big game, two big sequels. Lots of potential. So yep, definitely, fingers crossed. And then Final Fantasy 15. It might suck, but it also might not suck. Final Fantasy 15. <laughs> hey. 15. You said. See. 15. 15. Dean, you're the D. 15. 15. You're the D. Get the Dean. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. You're the Dean. Supernatural fans lost their shit right there. <laughs> Oh, Every yes. year is the year of the Dean if you're a Supernatural fan. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I watched, I was so yep. bored when I was sick. No joke. I watched the entire story arc with Satan in it because I like that actor. Oh, I watched, I did watch that one. Yeah. Yeah. Satan's been in a couple seasons. Yes. I think. Like, but like the big story. Look, I was, it was what was on TBS at one o'clock in the afternoon <laughs> and I was just laying there going like, <laughs> Get him, Dean! <laughs> yeah, that was my... I like it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Let's go break. When we come back, right. news and releases news. and such. You're watching the Corruptional Podcast. Don't go anywhere. Story. Yeah. We'll be right back. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Co-Optional Podcast. What the fuck is that? It's an alien. Is it? What are you sure She's about trying, 
She's trying really hard to blend in. Was it procedurally generated? Yes. It looks like a dick. What? She that looks like a dick? Yeah. Really? Yeah, I can see it. Okay. Um, not quite getting that. Grendel can see it. That's where you yeah. were for the last 12 minutes. When I was like, where's Crendor? It's well, like, you, you ran to yet. Starbucks. I was like, I'm back against Starbucks. And I did. Look at that. Right on time. <sighs> yeah. Oh, right on time. Right on time. You guys swapped out at the exact same moment. <laughs> right on time. Render left, and then TB immediately showed up and was like, Right on okay. time. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Where's Crender? <laughs> pretty much. So, news. Uh, well, Gamescom obviously has started rolling, and there haven't God been, bless. Oh, shit. There haven't been too many massive, massive announcements yet. Uh, we will talk a little bit about that momentarily. The first thing I want to talk about, and I don't know if you guys have seen this, um, the God PlayStation. Tactical Assault Commander. Have you seen that? Sorry, what? The PlayStation what? Tactical <laughs> Assault Commander. What? Or TAC. Yeah. Uh, so PlayStation. Sony have released a official mouse and keyboard-like thing for <laughs> for the PlayStation Four. Get the okay. fuck out! And it's a, it's not a full keyboard. It's got like fifteen keys oh on or whatever, but with a mouse. And it has supposedly full support for most of the games that would use something like that, like Destiny or Call of Duty or whatever. Okay. Um, this is... Is this horribly unfair? Like, <laughs> nope. This is targeting me. This is gears towards me. This is what I've always wanted. I had to buy a Zim in order to play. Yeah, you, you, you did get the Zim, didn't you? Yeah. This is what I've always wanted. I would gladly play shooter games on console now, if if this shit is like turns out to be good. I I I, I would probably. Do I am the, the demo. Same. I'd probably do the same thing. Uh, does Does Destiny run at sixty FPS on PlayStation Four? Was it thirty? If it was sixty, I'd probably buy this and actually play that game because the controller is really the only thing that keeps me away from playing. FPS on the console. Other than the fact that every good FPS on the console is already on the PC anyway, so you don't need, really need to play it on console, but something oh, like dude. Destiny, I oh, it's 30? <sighs> Garbage. Whatever the case, it if there <coughs> was a good FPS on console, if there happened to be one, I'd probably buy this, but to me this seems like you are literally paying for a huge advantage over people in multiplayer. Yes. There's no way, there's no way a controller can keep up with that. Good. That's true. I mean, I suppose it makes sense because the Zim... I mean, the Zim does exist, and you can't really get rid of the Zim. So, yeah. you know, Zim. like, the genie's out of the bottle, really. So I guess yeah. Sony's Invader like, you Zim. know what? I want to sell my own. It's $130. Well, for, for a quarter of a keyboard and a mouse, it's $130 fucking dollars. I might point that out. <laughs> but... What is... Is it the Hori Tactical Assault? Uh, this may be the Hori is Tactical Assault. I, I'm pretty sure, like, Sony released a full... Your own version? Yeah, I thought I thought I'm pretty sure they did. I saw it on Reddit a couple of days ago. Uh, let me just look it up. PS4 keyboard and mouse. Unless that is the the hoary one. I mean, but apparently it is. It is supposedly officially supported by most games. For what I could tell. Hey, why did I why did I see that? Yeah, Sony ah. tweeted out. Uh... The Hori Tac Pro keypad and mouse adapter for PS4 and PS3 is now available. Oh yeah, that's yes. tweeted it out. Yeah, so they, they tweeted out. So they're kind of they're literally officially endorsing it. That's why so I thought, did Sony make it or someone else? But I mean Hori is a is a very, very good 
um you can uh, legit just buy it on playstation.com yeah i mean you can get an amazon for like 130 fuck i mean if goddamn if destiny actually ran at 60 i would probably just buy that and play it uh but it runs 30 and that's garbage so but the thing is that i just i just can't see it being balanced i really can't like i i've seen people play call of duty on console with the zim and just dominate with it completely dominate mm-hmm. i don't see how you can possibly balance the two i remember when they tried you remember shadow run the original shadow run it was for 360 and it was cross play with i think windows 8 maybe or something like that anyway whatever it was i think it actually may have been windows 7 it was on games windows live and the pc guys just fucking stomped all over the console guys even with aim assist even with it well, you just I'm, you can't balance that i'm wondering if if that's kind of one of the goals here is to be able to justify more crossplay titles uh yeah and that could kind of because uh, obviously they have done some crossplay stuff uh, you know crossplay with rocket league has been highly successful crossplay with street fighter 5 crossplay with even like indie games like dead star and when i was playing dead star I didn't run it with a single PC player. It was all PlayStation 4 dudes. Always. Yeah. I'm like, you know what? I'm fine with this. If the game's dead on PC, but it's not dead on console, I can play with them. That's awesome. I, I'm I'm absolutely in favor of crossplay. But there are certain genres like fucking first-person shooters. Shooters. Yeah. Uh, the, the problem is that, you know, while you're right, this would balance it up for crossplay. The problem is that if you don't own this $130 piece of kit and you're using a controller, uh, you're playing people with these you're going to get slapped about real hard i mean this is way worse than saying oh well i've got a fight stick because you can argue okay a fight stick is that an advantage over a ps4 like dualshock controller yeah it is but it's there's a lot of personal preference in that whereas i think like aim wise and the speed the sheer speed advantage that you get from a keyboard and mouse and the accuracy advantage is just so far in advance of what a controller can do that's less a personal preference and more of you literally just bought a $130 advantage and it was a big one too. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see what it does because one of the problems with the Zim is that uh, the calibration was always out of whack. Yeah. You always have to go that, back yeah. and change stuff. There was a lot of uh, like, like the mouse speed and you're like turn, like you'd have to change every, like it was, it was a hassle and you have to do it for every game because every game was different. So if you want to switch between games, good fucking luck. Plus, everything needed to be hooked up to the computer so you could get all of the... Uh, uh, Configurations? Like, configs, yeah. Yeah, because the Zim emulates. Like, the Zim basically translates it into what would be analog movement. Any official support like this that doesn't require an adapter, if it was even built into the games, the accuracy would be massive. I'm told that from people who have used this, that it is not is nowhere near as good as a, as a regular like mouse usage on a PC. It's not. It feels more like an analog stick, but it's still way fucking faster and way more accurate. We'll we'll see what this is because there's still even on the Amazon page they're talking about hooking up your PC to change settings and. Eh. Yeah, I'm curious. I, I'm curious. I mean, I, I'm in favor of different control methods. Certainly, you know, I just there's not even like a first person shooter that's exclusive to that system that I want to play other than Destiny, and Destiny runs like crap. I remember on the uh, the PS. Like stuff on like on the PlayStation Three with um, Killzone and Resistance Fall of Man. It's like those are exclusive FPS that I'd actually want to play, but on on the PS Four, I don't think they've even they, they haven't really bothered to make anything on the what Killzone Shadowfall. Isn't that like it? Is there another exclusive FPS that's on the console other than Destiny? I can't think of one. It's all on PC now. 
Right. Oh, God, playing that with Overwatch. Fucking hell. <laughs> that would brutalize people. You just pick Widowmaker and just go on PlayStation 4 and play Overwatch. You would dominate Dude, with that. Yeah, because it's crazy watching people play on PS4 because, like, yeah. turning is so much slower. All kinds of aspects of that game are a lot slower paced mm -hmm. with, with the controllers. So, yeah, if you had, like, a keyboard and mouse, you would annihilate people. Yeah, I think you would. I mean, that's why they balance it separately. They had to nerf, what, Torbjorn? They nerfed mm -hmm. heavily? Yeah. yeah. Uh, just because, you know, uh, turrets are way, 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 way stronger on console. Because mm -hmm. they're, they're just harder to eliminate. And snipers got buffed, I think, because snipers are shittier on console than they are on PC. Because of accuracy concerns. Huh. Well, that's that. Uh, so stuff that's out of Gamescom so far. I believe this is only the first day. Isn't this just the press day right now? People are still trying to get in through the lines. Oh Christ! They haven't. Yeah. Even, they haven't gotten in yet. Yeah, I mean, I, I, it was years since I've been to Gamescom, and it was really busy. Then we we actually snuck in through a back door repeatedly. We there was this really old security guard, must be like eighty five, and we're just like, yeah, we're supposed to be here, and he's just like waves us through. So we just went through the back through the vendor area, but they seriously improved the security. Uh, this I... year for fairly obvious reasons so you yeah. can't pull that shit anymore it's too much it's too much no i don't think i'd ever go to gamescom again it's an insane nope. experience like i'm it... glad that i went once yeah so am i, yeah. I once I'm... is enough once yeah. is yeah. more than enough i'm Definitely. glad i never went and i'm not going you would hate it <laughs> I'm aware you have a you know a couple of anxiety issues. You would fucking hate it. It's oh, so yeah, it's would. wall to wall, and I don't even know how it manages because the 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 Colin Mesa, which is the place that it's uh, based in, is like literally a mile long, and it's still fucking busy as shit. It has like eight it's major zombie halls. hordes. Oh yeah. god, it really is. Yes. Oh no, when we were there, there were ten halls. All the halls were filled with stuff. Minimum wait for any game was three hours. Yeah, I don't know. I like. I don't know why you, as just a fan, would ever go. Like, that's I, yeah. a giant waste of it's time. It's a huge consumer show. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. Oh, it's too much. But there is some. Uh, there were some announcements from Blizzard at Gamescom. Uh, Heroes of the Storm content. Uh, some StarCraft stuff got announced today. Uh, the, the StarCraft stuff in particular. They announced Alarak as the new co-op commander, which I'm really looking forward to. Who's the most fun character out of Legacy mm. of the Void? Uh, and they're also they're putting a new map into the co-op. The co-op, I just want to point this out, by the way, the co-op right now is really good. They do a weekly set of mutators for the co-op, which is really hard, like, stuff they put in, like, invisible giant banelings and all this other shit. <laughs> yeah. uh, and they do that, they change it on a weekly basis, and you can play all that shit for free. You just download the starter edition, you can play it with a friend for free, which I think is fucking awesome. Uh, mm -hmm. I want to play some more of that. I, I haven't played much since launch, but they've made the co-op way better. Um, so, pretty, pretty psyched to see new characters for that and new map. Uh, new map for Overwatch got announced. Uh, Eichenwald is the name of it. It's a German castle. Oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah. We'll a... see what that map is like. I'm really interested. Apparently, it's a vertical map. So it's a lot of like going up and around, and which to me is like, all right, a lot of cool like sniper spots. But a lot of the characters, I'm like, that character is useless, and that character is useless. <laughs> I'm interested to see what the map actually is. Because the way they showed it and the way they hyped it up is it seems like there's a lot of, like, hidey holes and traps and things, which are great for if you're, like, a bastion. Like, yeah, I gotcha. But at the same time, m many of the characters, I don't know. It'll be interesting to see what happens. Uh, they also announced Zarya for Heroes of the Storm. So you'll hmm. be able to play Zarya as a second Overwatch character, Tracer. Is Tracer, Tracer in yet? Right? 
Tracer's yeah. in. Tracer's oh, in. Yeah. 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 I played Heroes it. of the Storm. Neither, neither have I. I haven't either, neither honestly. I. I like how you're wearing a Heroes of the Storm shirt. <laughs> yeah, it, it was free. Uh, <laughs> the thing is, I, you know, the, the weird thing about Heroes of the Storm is that because of the serious, like, lack of progression and shit, I feel like I could just jump back into it at any time, probably yeah. have a decent amount of fun. Yeah. And I always felt that that's what Heroes of the Storm should be, this sort of, like, Mario Kart-like version of Dota. Where like yeah. you just get your friends together, you could just jump in because it's accessible, and it's like, oh, I don't have the right runes, I don't have the right characters unlocked or whatever. It's like it doesn't matter; it's easy, just jump in. I'm actually tempted to play again. It, weirdly enough, like, now, huh? I think part of them making it so competitive made it less fun. They're like, yeah, we'll make this competitive. So it's like intense, and it's like they really, they've really pushed with the you esports side of it hard, haven't yeah. they? Uh, which to me, I mean, I'm not. I, I see the crowds for that game, and I'm like, okay, cool. You know, you enjoy watching it? Great. I'm not going to tell you that you're wrong. Uh, they also have a new StarCraft-themed map on that with StarCraft units. I think, isn't this the first StarCraft map? They have two. Map? I believe they have two coming they out? They have Braxus Holdout and Warhead's Junction, which yeah. are both StarCraft-themed. I've been waiting for a StarCraft-themed map for ages. There is a fucking... Oh, wow. You can get... What is the Butcherlisk? I don't know what that is, but I want it. All the StarCraft-themed stuff is is pretty awesome bunch of new skins yeah. and everything like that no, i, don't know if I think i might dive back, back in. but yeah. I, this is it's enough cool. to bring me back definitely i wouldn't uh, mind trying it again because i haven't tried it in like a year yeah i haven't played in a while i wouldn't i wouldn't mind playing that again i think the last time i played it was blizzcon or like right after we played Cho'Gall. Like, December of last year, yeah. yeah. Oh, Chogal, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that, that was such a cool idea. I want to see more weird shit like that. Like, I'd just Heroes needs to take itself less seriously in my that's eyes. The, think that's of, absolutely the problem with it. Yeah. I think it's absolutely the problem with a lot of with with Blizzard is that their esports division is like we are serious business. Yeah, yeah. We are the it's super serious guys, and it's like no, you like <laughs> you literally. You literally have a game where it's like, hey guys, we're gonna go to a disco party in Karazan. And like, but no, yeah. but it's also super serious. But it's also an eSport. Stop it. Stop it. I mean, it ruins the priest meta. This is uncalled for. This is <laughs> oh god. I mean, I can't even I can't even follow Hearthstone anymore. Cards. I, I don't I I really literally only play the single player aspect of Hearthstone now. Like <laughs> I am playing the Karazan stuff. I'm like, this is like back to the core of what what was great about Hearthstone. Yeah. The fucking parody theme of WoW and Blizzard not taking themselves seriously at all and the really cool and interesting encounters like Again, I think you're totally right. Karazhan has been the best adventure so far, and I've only even seen, like, a third of it, you know? Yeah. Uh, and I'm super psyched like, about it. I do the single-player adventures, and I do tavern brawls. Yeah, like tavern brawls are like great. Them. Tavern brawls are fantastic. I, I literally don't play any other Hearthstone. They release a new adventure I'm in. I'm like, this is yes. so much fun. That was great. And I'm like, all right, see you next time another Dude, one comes out. The best brawl they did, they are like, pick two cards, and that's all you use. And, like, everyone that was had great. So much fun doing it. I had yeah, loads of fun like, doing that one. Because it was, um, we I played the one and you're done challenge, which is you yeah. play those two cards until you lose and then you have to change. And, then, <laughs> and you saw like over the course of those four days that a fucking meta developed and everything over that yeah. two card brawl. It's like, this it is what, great. this is what's good about it. You know, it's actually yeah. in a, on a sort of separate note why I've so far been quite enjoying what's going on with um, Elder Scrolls um, Legends. Um, because there's a big single-player campaign in that. I was watching Force play it, and he went through the first bit of the campaign, and the card that he got unlocked was the Adoring Fan from Oblivion. You know, remember the <laughs> fan outside the arena? He got that, and it, it keeps coming back. 
And I'm like, yeah, you know, that that's really cool. And they had a bunch of like cool story encounters and arena stuff. I'm like, you know what? I actually like playing single player yeah. card games yeah. as it happens. There's a, a game I was playing last week called Dystony Lord of the Dice. Uh, it's, it's on PC. Uh, it's mostly a CCG, but it's got a board as well. Uh, it play. You've never played Coldcept, have you? No, no one in CS play. I don't blame you. Coldcept was like a mixture of Magic: The Gathering and Monopoly. It was mostly a Japanese game, but they brought out a version on 360. Dodgers played it then. No, she hasn't, but she should because it's awesome. Um, the Dystony is kind of like that, but it's a single player CCG. So the I love the the aspect of collecting cards, but there's no multiplayer, there's no pay to win, there's no microtransactions. So you're just going through the adventure collecting cards, and to me that's fun, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and I I like Dystony as a result of that, and I'm actually starting to think to myself, I love the aspect of collecting cards, and then as soon as it goes online, it ruins everything because everyone plays the meta and plays um, net decks and stuff like that, and that makes it boring for me. Yeah. So I actually want to like just play more single one. players. Well, I yeah, think that's like, one. like I'm I'm looking at chat too. I feel like uh, they're talking about Yu-Gi-Oh and how if Yu-Gi-Oh became like the VR version of Yu-Gi-Oh, right? Like people would obviously take that seriously because Yu-Gi-Oh TCG is like has plenty of tournaments, right? Yes, yeah. But I feel like when it when TCGs become digital versions, it's I don't know. It it changes a lot of the dynamic of the game. When it's just like a physical TCG, I think that it's a lot easier to be like, okay, here's the established meta because they can't just pump out cards all the time unless they're Magic the Gathering. Uh, You know what's also interesting about that is I kind of make the comparison to... There's something that people say a lot, and that's that, oh, um, you know, real-time strategy is too hard now, and they ruined real-time strategy by making it, you know, too technical and too fast and stuff like that. I'm like, no, 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 no. What you don't get is when RTS was popular we didn't really have like matchmaking. We didn't have awesome internet and everyone wasn't playing online. We were all just shit at it. Like remember when Starcraft, the original Starcraft and Brood War was out outside of South Korea and outside of a select few people, half of whom I think we've had on this show, like in control, you know, he used to play Brood War. No one outside of South Korea really knew about how hard a game Starcraft was. And we all played Starcraft when it came out and we were all dog shit at it. I'm and, so our friends, and our friends Same. were dog shit at it, but because everybody was dog shit at it, we're like, yeah, RTS is great. I could just build my base. I don't rush here for 15 minutes. And I was like, oh, RTS is ruined now. No, it was always going to be ruined. It's just, you were all so terrible at it, you never realized it back then. And I think that's <laughs> I the think, same with CCG as well. I think it's the competitive side of that is what, like, because for me, my RTS experience was like, I'm going to sit here and like, well, the Zerg are invading. I'm going to build 15,000 fleet ships and like do cool things. Like that was, that was how I wanted to experience that. And that's why like same thing with the story versions of Hearthstone. And like, oh, like I like the experience of, oh, fuck it. I, I, want, I want to play this, but I don't want to be beat down by a guy whose life goal is to be the best at this game. Mm-hmm. Like I just want to like experience the game and have fun without having the stress of that like competitive nature. And you know, I think that's that's my inherent problem as a human being because, like, I'm telling you, uh, 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 Overwatch pre-competitive mode, I was like, having fun. And I'm, I'm still like out, that. I'm for like, the most part. fuck this game, right? <laughs> yeah. And it's one of those things. Like, I just, 
it does not mesh with me. So every time I see, especially a game like Heroes of the Storm, which is like, you can play as one character, but there's two of you. And they're like, but the competitive meta for this. I'm like, fuck you guys. <laughs> competitive meta. Well, I mean, you can't. It's supposed to be fun. You can't. Make it yep. fun again. I mean, it's not that competitive play is not fun. It is, but it's also stressful and people get scared of it. You know, the whole uh, term of ladder anxiety is a real thing in StarCraft 2, for instance. Mm -hmm. People are scared of queuing up for ladder, where, which is the reason they put that co-op mode in. Because they're like, oh, people love to build a base and people love to build an army, but it's really stressful to do it on your own versus somebody else. So go play the co-op with somebody else. You have a limited selection of units. You're against the AI, you know, so it's a comp stomp, but with a cool theme and everything, um, you know, and the competitive aspect of a lot of games these days because of multiplayer does turn a lot of people off. And I think as a result, it's always good to have a mode that is either not focused on that or just something that people that love the idea of the game, but will never be good enough to truly enjoy the game on that level. You know, they need that. Again, you know, uh, ta you know that's why, you know, Tavern Brawl. I, I don't ladder in yeah. Hearthstone. I play Tavern Brawl, you know? Yeah. Uh, it's, I, I think, you know, Hots needs the same thing. I think all, almost all, all these multiplayer games could use a mode like that. Yeah, I, I'm fully aware that literally every Blizzard game, even though I'm a huge fan, I will never be, like, good at them. I play nah. through, like, I, I can beat it. I can beat the game. I'm good enough to in beat it. Play. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but I'm not, like... I'm going to, you know, it requires skill and time and yeah. learning. And I'm like, fuck, I don't got time for that. I'd rather just play. And and it's one of those things where TB is absolutely right. The the co-op mode in StarCraft is literally the smartest thing they've done to that entire franchise. Like, it it, I actually play that when I'm just like at home bored. I'm like, you know what? Let's load this shit up. And I play and like with a rando and we just like have a good time. It's yeah. something that I can actually get into and enjoy. Yeah, if they did more creative stuff like that in more games and more companies, shit, I'd be so happy. Mm. Like that's what I desire from They're games. Changing the yeah. uh, competitive Overwatch in season two. They are, like, yeah. Changing the thing to like a the what's it called like League of Legends StarCraft, where it's like gold, silver, the gold, silver, bronze sort of thing. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, let's be honest. Like the competitive like system in season one of Overwatch was terrible. Like yeah, people absolutely awful. hated it. Getting rid it. of the shitty coin flips. Yeah, yeah, I heard oh, about that. I mean, I've never queued up for a competitive match in Overwatch, and I have no intention of ever me doing neither. so. Never. No, for, to I me, think... Overwatch is a game. I jump in for 10 minutes, I play around, I leave, and I'm like, you know what? Okay, if that was a shitty match, I don't care. I'll never see those people again. Cool. I, never, I didn't lose anything. Me, you know, part of me, I think, I think there's like a small part of most of us that goes, I kind of want to know where I stand against everybody That's else. And at, yeah, and at the same time, <laughs> like, I don't care to climb beyond that so i'm like why even bother why not just let myself mm. keep enjoying this game outside of competitive my, my my big inherent problem is that at my core i'm a collector like that's just like right. who i am and you want and all the when, gold shit when games are like hey you can only get x y and z by doing the competitive mode that like mm, yeah aggravates weapons me to yeah. no end yeah the gold weapons i i'm like all right that's clearly something i'm never going to achieve so i'm not too concerned but when it's like you have to do these 10 levels you have to do this to get a spray i'm like well i can do that and then it sort of like gets you sucked into that competitive mode and then you realize like god i don't want to do this anymore like this is <laughs> what i wanted i wanted to go back and just like try new things and be i guess it's one of those things where there's clearly two types of gamers i am not the competitive i'm not the crendor sam version of gaming like that's just not who i am I think that's how me and Sam bond, is we just get really competitive in our games. Yeah, the two of you are like, 
yo, I'm going to be the very best. Let's do this. Like, well, he wants to be the very best. I just want to see where I get to. I'm like, yeah. all right, if I'm playing League of Legends and I can get to like platinum even, like the lowest tier of platinum, I'm like, I'm good. That's like a peak for me and I can sit there. I don't want to be like master super yeah. tier. That's, or that's how I felt with solo ladder on uh, Dota as well. Like people like, why would you queue solo in Dota? That's literally like the worst thing you could ever possibly do. It's like, no, I'm happy with my like 3,100 MMR. Like I, I'm content with that, you know? Yeah. I felt like, like I achieved something there. Start seeing people that are just better than you, and you're not going to be better than that. Like they're just you kind of just accept that. You know? Yeah, so you're like, all right, I'm fine. You with find that. your level, and you kind of hover around that, and that's cool. Um, but yeah. I think it's also like it's an age thing as well. I think as we get older, we're less concerned about that bullshit, and we're more just you know, okay, we're slowing down as we get older. We're we also have less time for that shit. We just want to dive in have a good time and make good use That's of our time pretty, okay i i swear to god on a daily basis i'll be playing a game and it'll be like i'll be like halfway through an achievement or halfway through like like the other day i was trying to do the lucio like uh wall achievement where you have to kill people while gliding on a wall Christ. and while doing it I, I literally had the verbal epiphany of when this game's over no one plays it anymore this will be a giant waste of time yeah like, i'll look back at this what and be like, just why did do i even bother pointless. doing this yeah. Like, it, I literally had, like, what the fuck am I doing? Like, I'm just wasting my time. But I think that's one of those, like, as you get older kind of things. Like, this doesn't matter. Yeah. This is this is not important. Nothing matters, man. Life's a waste of time. Nothing we do <laughs> matter. Nothing no. matters at all. Nothing matters. Mm. Your achievements, your goals, your dreams, they're mm. all... It's my time. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> I care. I got shit I want to do. Yeah. It doesn't matter. I don't know how we got to this point from the I don't either. Phase, but, yeah. It's turned into like some weird existential dream. It has, yeah. Lounge, uh, with your host. Speaking Lock. of existential, oh my god, the end of uh, Stranger Things though, right guys? Don't! I hate <laughs> I hate I haven't finished the first episode of it yet. I need to, I need Yo, to it's such a good show. It's so good. I'm too busy. We literally just started watching it last night and I have three episodes left. I saw oh, wow. that. I was like, put it down, put it away. The only thing I'm currently watching is fuck the Limitless show, and it's dumb as fuck in just the right way for me. It's like it's full of stupid plot holes and shit, but the main character does a bunch of funny shit, and they're just like having fun with that show. He learned how to hack in one episode, and he's like. Yeah, so it turns out, like, hacking, nowhere near as fun as this show in the Hollywood. We could show this bullshit hacking montage, or here's um, 15 seconds of uh, Mishka the Husky saying, I love you, and they just pulled it off YouTube and put it in the middle of the show, and that was it. And then they just went to the next scene, like, nothing That's happened. That's family like, guy shit. It actually kind of is. Like, I think they're just having fun with that show. Like, it's stupid I, as fuck, but it's... a it's, Stranger Things. Stranger Things is a show that I literally, Layla and I watched the first to last episode in a day. Like, I was like, next episode. It's, uh, imagine... It's like Twin Peaks. 1980s movie. It's Twin Peaks, a bit of X-Files in there, isn't mm -hmm. it? It's, oh. it, it's, but it's literally done like an 80s film. Like, it is, like, the music, everything about it is phenomenal. Like, it's yeah. super, it's, it's so good. And it's on Netflix, and it is, I can't even recommend it enough. All I know is you told me to watch Fear of 13. Watch Fear of 13. What is that? Uh, it is a documentary about a guy who's on death row and he tells you his life story and uh, what that. unfolds. That yeah. No, 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 bro. 
what unfolds is like like it's it is a movie that I can't even describe. Like it it took me by surprise. Like I don't right. even want to spoil it. It's right. nuts. I'm in. Don't yeah. watch uh, the lobster. I'm just huh? telling you. Don't watch Medicos. the lobster. No, everyone should watch the lobster. No, no, yes. fuck the lobster. Yes, yes. everyone fuck the should lobster. watch the lobster. That's some surrealist weird bullshit. I got, I, I, got I, I didn't, you know, I was on the plane, so obviously I couldn't access my trusty resource. <laughs> I watched it on the plane too. <laughs> yeah, I watched, I, I watched that after watching the live action assassination classroom movie, which probably was a bad combination of the two. But yeah. fuck, uh, I, I didn't have access to my trusty website, doesthedogdie.com. Uh, right. And I got to one scene. I'm just like, nope, nope. The 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 thing was really fucking weird up to that point. It's and a I was really like, fucked up movie. Nope, nope. That is yeah. no. Nowhere. Mm. Sounds like a code word. Like watch the lobster. Watch don't, the lobster, no, guys. The lobster. Watch the lobster. <laughs> yeah. Over uh, don't be trapped on a plane watching the lobster. Trust me, it's a bad idea. Also, you should watch uh, Deep Web or Dark Web, whatever that movie oh, is. Yeah, I watched that on the way back. Yo, that movie is tight. It is directed by Alex Winters, but narrated by Keanu Reeves. So it's Bill and Ted talking about the deepest, darkest part of the web and the Dread Pirate. The deep, dark web. It's great, dude. It's super cool. And and if you watch that, then you should go watch season two of of uh, Mr. Robot, Robot, which is literally what it's about. It's so nice. I love Mr. Robot. That's my favorite show on TV. It's so good. Oh, yeah, yeah. Dude. I watched the first season of Mr. Roman just blitzed all the way through that and it loved it. And then it got to the end. I'm like, oh, it's only 10 episodes? Fuck! I thought it was like a 24-episode series. Like, oh, yeah, I'm ready for the next bit. Oh, there's nothing. Season, season two is 12 episodes. It's so cool. good. It's such a good show. Mr. Robot is excellent. Uh, this has nothing to do with video games. Although there is apparently going to be a Mr. Robot video game. I hear it's basically it a is, fight club. It is basically uh, Fight Club. Yeah. It's Fight Club. Fight Club with computers. Yeah. That knows that you know it's Fight Club. Yes. So it right. immediately is like, we understand you know this purpose. Like he, to the camera, like, I know you know what this oh, is. Oh, it's like, directly to you, yeah. Yeah. He's like, I know you understand what this is, but there's more crazy shit. So just get ready. Fourth yeah. wall breaking. My favorite. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah. they don't just like go through the fourth wall. They bulldoze the fourth wall on multiple occasions. It's fantastic show yeah. i don't think there's really there else much else to go for in terms of news like i say gamescom hasn't really unveiled much yet there was a really awesome trailer for battlefield that came out yesterday which featured uh, death train which is wonderful <laughs> yep uh -huh. giant fucking train with guns on it horseback combat and lawrence of arabia is in it perfect uh, and i'm i'm quite yeah. i'm yeah. quite up for battlefield one in its current form and you know i know we've talked a lot about the fact that oh you know it's not realistic it's pulpy is what it is like it's a pulp version of World War One, you know. It's, it's fucking inglorious bastards in World War One. That's that's the way that I'm looking at it. And you know what? Absolutely. Cool that after you saw the guy with the face mask get hit by the bullet and just turn around like, "What the fuck are you doing?" I was like, "Yeah, I'm on board now. I get it. I mm -hmm. get what you're trying to do with this." So I'm actually I'm actually really quite excited to play Battlefield One when it comes out. I'm hoping the campaign isn't awful. It looks like it could be great if they don't take it too seriously. Yeah, if they if they, exactly like you say, if they make it pulpy and wild and just over the yeah. top, that'd be a ton of fun. Yeah, yeah, I want to I want to be on horseback killing people with a scimitar, and then I want to go That's attack. Great. The, I want to ch charge the death train with my suplex horse. that train, suplex, suplex that train. train. Yeah, do it. Yep, I yeah. So actually, I'm I'm pretty much on board with Battlefield One, which apparently is coming out within a week of Titanfall Two. Uh, yep. Rip Titanfall Two. That's a mistake. What the yeah. fuck are you doing? <laughs> give at least give it a chance. Give it a bit of breathing room. 
It's going to get demolished. Yeah. Yeah, that's not cool. I don't know why they're doing that. I, I can see a delay coming in the next couple of weeks, surely. Maybe because someone it. thinks it's too, like, one's the future. And no, one's, no. Like, there's got to be some executive. It's like, there's got to be no. a reason for this. It's going to be the multiplayer. It's going to be the multiplayer shooter of the month. Don't release two multiplayer shooters of the month of the same month. That's fucking right. stupid. Don't do that. Uh, I know they're putting a proper campaign in Titanfall this time, but that's not going to help. Battlefield 1's going to bulldoze it, which is a shame because I'm, again, also looking forward to another Titanfall. I like the first one. Pretty cool. Yeah. Second one, hopefully, will also... And it's got swords in it this time, which makes it even better. <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah, dude. Yeah, dude. Swords make everything better. Swords do improve everything. There's no doubt um, about that. We have a decent number of We do. Releases. releases. Yeah, so let's uh, let us get going with the release list, shall we? Let's see if there's anything good coming out. Yo! Today on August sixteenth, we have Meteor Crush VR. Yeah, it's what? another what? another another VR game. I like to think it's where you fall in love with meteors. Meteors? You know what? Yeah. Fuck meteors. Oh, meteor summer. Oh, not literally, of course. Meteor summer. Meteor summer. No, that 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 will probably be a thing in anime at some point. Fuck meteors. I've been playing a bunch of Galaxy Trucker on my iPad, and by the way, that's the best mobile game fucking Truck ever. Truck. Get, get Galaxy Trucker. It's Galaxy amazing. Truck. Galaxy Truck. Fuck Truck. meteors in that Truck. game. Oh god, blowing it half my shit. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, the next. Literally just shoot meteors. Look shit. Next. The next game in all caps in versus. What in versus? In like inverse. In what? In versus. Yeah. Better than out. Versus. On PS4. Hey. Is it on PS4? It's also on on Steam. It is a... Oh, it's black and white and there's some red stuff. It's, it's like that old game Othello, but not. Oh, yeah, yeah. It does, actually. You're right. You're totally right. It looks like they took Othello and made it a shooter. Mm-hmm. But not in the way that I hoped they'd make Othello a shooter. <laughs> black and white and red all over. In versus. Uh, <laughs> in versus. I, I'd play the hell out of Othello you shooter. To- Thy <laughs> um, is a cuckold, sir. And it's just like, fuck you, pulls a gun. Great, Othello. Uh, the next game is called Echoes of the Fae, The Fox's Trail. I've Holy shit. This. I the Fox's like I've heard trail. of this. Oh, it's a, it, yeah, it's a visual novel. It's a visual okay. novel. That's I, why I've heard of it. Not a good looking one. I really feel Echoes like. of the Fae. Not a huge fan of that. Right, I do her. No. The next one yeah. is called Mind Dead. Mind Dead. Uh, it is a really awful-looking zombie nice. survival thing. This is right up Krenner's alley. That nice. looks like it was published sometime in 1996. <laughs> next, nice, dude. Here. Uh, the next one is is Grow Up. Grow Up, yes. Uh, yeah. Heard a huge amount of good things about that. I never played the first one, Grow Home, but everyone seems to love it and thinks it's great. So I'm mm. glad to see they've done another one. It's ten bucks. Yeah, which sounds like a bargain mm-hmm. to me. Yeah. Uh, next game is called Shift. Shift. Okay. There's probably a lot of games called what? that. Yeah, there's a million games called yeah, Shift. Yeah, it's actually impossible to find it because there's too many Shift? games called Shift. Don't... So people need to really work on naming, especially on Steam. Because, like, look look at how many games have the word Shift in it. No one's going to find your fucking It's a game. fun puzzle game. You have to it, connect as many figures as possible together. Use yellow shifters to change direction on the line. It's, yeah, it's 89 cents, and for some reason there's some badly drawn anime girls in it. Because, of course, Yo. Next. Speaking of badly drawn anime girls. Conception 2. They look cute. Conception 2, Children of the Seven Stars. Oh, uh, shit. This game was always a bit weird. Like... It's it's got some anime booby stuff in it, but 
It's like you're supposed to make star children. And I'm like, yeah, uh, conception. Uh, with yeah, the well, anime it's called girls. conception. Yeah, I. Yeah. yeah. All right, perfect. Sure. It's time for class mating. Monsters have invaded the world of Atera, and only a few special individuals imbued with the power of Star God uh-huh. are equipped class to fight mating. it. Combine your star oh, power God. to make magical star children. So basically, fuck a bunch and make star kids is what this game Great. is. Easy. Cool. Next. Next up is called Kitty Apocalypse. This is a VR tower defense game with cats okay. in it for some Great. reason. Good but dude. everything else Love looks it. like futuristic shit and then everything else is a cat. I don't know why. Hmm. It's fucking strange. Next. All right. Next up is uh. called Death Stare. This could be entertaining. It is a... Supposedly the greatest competitive multiplayer stair climbing game. Up to four players. Yeah, it's uh, 3v1. Is where... it 3v1? Oh, yeah, think... cool. So the, the guy is in control of the stairs and puts traps down for everybody yeah. else. Try to mm. stop everyone else. Yeah, That sounds like it could actually be quite fun. Cool. Uh, next one is called Monsters and Monocles, which looks like kind of a... It's it's like the, the pixel artwork top-down shooter genre that we keep seeing so much of oh. <laughs> but yeah. it looks cute it does look very cute yes it does it looks like it has a, a fairly reasonable art style but yeah There's... It's a top down shoot for one to four players procedurally generate it looks actually a lot like a worse version of gungeon actually and it's early access yeah next <laughs> next up is called looter kings I heard some weird shit about this because I heard that like the people working on this are some really popular German gaming youtubers oh really? interesting I wonder if that's going to be another unveil scandal. Uh, hey, we didn't tell anybody this, but there was there was an article coming uh, that came out today that said a bunch of German gaming YouTubers are behind this one. I'm like, okay. Huh. I mean, All I don't right. know much about Germans gaming YouTubers, but hey. <laughs> Yo, you can ravage the halls of the Elven Queen. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> Sign me up. As long as she's consenting to it, it's all good. Next. Next up is called Fantaruk. Uh, looks like it's an horror game, first person maybe. Yeah, survival horror with some stealth elements. Fantaruk? Does yeah, Fantaruk spelled with P H. Doesn't look too bad. Kind of futuristic <laughs> stealth with horror. Yeah, I, I can see that being appealing. Mm-hmm. Next up is called Bank Limit Advanced Battle Racing. Jesus now, Christ! I was kind of ex- I was kind of excited about this because it looks like a kind of Wipeout style game, uh, but you've got a cockpit and stuff. And then I'll notice it's fifty fucking dollars. I'm like, wow, that's expensive. And it has it's it has some VR functionality. Again, that made me excited about it. But it's fifty dollars, and it looks like a ten dollar video game. So I don't know if that's a good. I, thing. One of the cons this guy posted is disappointing lack of speed. Oh, that's well, that's terrible. <laughs> yeah, like we have a fast game, not going fast. Ultimately, that's a genre where F Zero rules the fucking roost. So yeah, you wanna you wanna be a bit better than that. And fast racing right. Neo, which is amazing on the Wii U. So yeah. All right, next. Uh, on August seventeenth, we have Super Markup Man, and I really have to pee, so I've sent the list to Krenner in case you guys finish talking right, about it. We'll deal with it. Before I get back. Okay. This is apparently the ultimate fun way to practice web development: learn the basics of HTML and CSS. So it's like an edutainment game, but you learn stuff about HTML, which is actually kind of cool for like three bucks. Yeah, for a four dollar game, that's not bad. <laughs> it even has yeah. local co-op, which I thought is pretty neat. That's that's, that's a cool, cool idea. I yeah. like that. All right, all right. Girl all right. Amazon Survival. Yo, girl Amazon Survival. This looks fucking terrible. Yeah. 
Holy shit. It's another early access survival game. Uh, Stay alive, fighting with the bandits and zombies, hunt animals, build houses. And that's the end of the description. You're a girl Amazon. Wait, hold hold on, hold on. Are you a girl lost in the Amazon, or are you a girl Amazon surviving? You're a girl lost in the Amazon, but apparently there's also anomalous radioactive zones in biologically dangerous places, and there's fucking miniguns and flamethrowers. This looks like just an awful Unity game, like, ugh. If you were a girl, Amazon, you could be Wonder Woman. You can use yeah. and move around by car. What a feature. <laughs> next. Uh, Crendor, uh, next. What you got? Let's see. Hold on. Let me. She gave it to Crendor. She could have given it to Crendor. any of us. Could have uh, given it to I've any I've got of it, us. but I'm trusting Crendor for once. All right. Uh, given it to any give, of me us. A, give me Amazon. Okay. Fantastic no. Checkers 2. A modern that's version checkers. of Checkers in space. I don't yep. know what's modern about it because it looks like it was made in 1993, but Probably okay. Was. I love how it's like local turn-based player versus player action. Yeah, that, that would be what Checkers is, yes. Yup. Okay, next. Uh, next up, we got the amazing Legends of Azelgar. I, I probably isn't amazing, but... Oh, it's free. Legends of uh, Azulgar? As, Azul, as, yeah. Yes, Legends of Azulgar. It's an early access 3D Discovery sci-fi RPG that is inexplicably free and has a procedurally generated universe and a bunch of other stuff and a tech tree recruitment crew. This looks horribly ambitious. <laughs> uh, yeah, okay. We'll see. Next. Uh, next up, we got Giga Girl. Giga Girl, retro run-and-gun platformer. Looks like it was on the NES. Inspired by Mega Man. Can't be any worse than Mighty Number no. 9, right? Next. Uh, after that, we got Blasting Agent. Blasting Agent Ultimate Edition, no less. Oh, shit. Uh, that looks like it came out on the Atari 2600. <coughs> it's a retro-inspired platformer. Yay, next. Uh, all right, next up. We got the one, the only, the amazing one. I don't like this hype that you're coming up with here. This or is not ache. in theme here. Orake 2D. What? Orake 2D? Orake 2D. It is a weird 2D MMO that's in early access. Free to play? looks like it was made in RPG Maker. It's like engaging clan fights, play capture the flag. It looks like it's trying to maybe be Ultima, but it looks incredibly amateurish, honestly. Yeah. Judging the book by its cover, but yeah, that's not a good looking Orake. game. Orake. Next, we actually have something that might be worth your time. That's Oklos that we talked about earlier, the ancient Greek mob simulator. And again, we have played a bunch of that, and it is quite a lot of fun. So you might want to keep an eye on that one. Yeah. The next one, on the other hand... Well, next one is phenomenal. This is a game you're going to want to buy your family, buy your kids, buy your mom, buy your dad, buy your wife. I never thought I'd say I missed Stop Dodger this. Right <laughs> this is Farm Life Nature's Adventure. Uh, I mean, it looks hideous. It basically looks like a very, very bad version of um, like if you Harvest Moon. Cowboy camping in a game. Yeah. Yeah, if you were cowboy camping, this is the game you'd play. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it looks like someone saw Stardew Valley and thought, "How can we make this a lot worse?" <laughs> mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. they yeah. did. They accomplished their goal. Apparently, they did. That <laughs> looks hideous. Oh, thank God, Dodger's back. Krendos really <laughs> shit at this. Please help. We're Russia's at G Prime. Needed. I can move on. 
Uh, she's muted. Can't talk. Oh, so God next damn up, it. This is a one-of-a-kind, unique experience. Stop it! Revolutionized <laughs> the gaming industry. This <laughs> is Combat Core. Oh, wait, no. no. it's not. This is uh, G-Prime. You missed two Prime. games there. What? God. It's, it's 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 a steampunk, moody, beautiful slingshot simulating puzzle pleaser. And I'm looking at the screenshots no. like, how the fuck is this steampunk in any way? Uh, if you like, like Gravity Sling, Blast Off, or Gears of Gravity, you'll love this game. I have never heard of any of those, so I don't I know. love Gears of Gravity. So yeah, that drive. thing. Ooh. Next. Uh, is the girl and the robot next? I believe it is. Great, the girl and the robot is our <laughs> next game. Oh. Third-person action adventure. This may or may not be any good. Set in a fairy tale world where you take the role of a young girl trying to escape from castle ruled by an evil queen. Advanced gameplay mechanics that enable you to switch between oh. two characters oh. to solve puzzles, oh. defeat enemies, navigate around the world. Yeah, it looks a little, little elderly, but it doesn't look too terrible. It's four bucks, so... Next. Next game is called Combat Core. It looks like an arena, an arena brawler game. It's actually an arena brawler. New an type. arena brawler? Okay, I'm glad yeah. I got that right the first time. Yeah. yeah, you're battling kind of a sci-fi arena. It looks a little Power Stone-esque from what I can mm. tell. Um, I'm not a fan of the art style, though. It's very much like, ooh, if we put a black outline around everything, then that makes it graphic novel style, right? We could be Borderlands now. It's like eh, it's very no, Dragon Ball Z-esque. Yeah, there's definitely mm. a bit of that in there, too. Um, it doesn't look too terrible. Uh, yeah. It has, oh, apparently one it's, of the character's also, names is Skady. According to this, it's the first ah. fighting game with native <laughs> VR support, which I'm not 100% sure is true. Huh. I also don't know why that would be a good VR game, but hey. Uh, next up is called Gone in November. Gone in November. It is apparently not appropriate for some viewers. Whoa. Coming home uh, after visiting your doctor for the last time, you're told you only have three more days to live. It's a, it's a walking simulator about you being, well, dead. I guess, or about to, from what I can tell. That's horribly depressing. Uh, okay, August 19th, the next game looks adorable. What the fuck is this? It's called <laughs> Corin Cross's Dead and Breakfast. Okay. It's and a it's, a, it's a story-driven adventure game about a haunted bed and breakfast, otherwise known as a dead and breakfast. Okay, I can kind of get behind that in terms of It looks of really cute. You can cook toast. They have you ingredients. Can in you it. can make buttered toast. Mm -hmm. For ghosts! Buttered ghosts! Buttered toasts for ghosts! Hey. Buttered ghosts! Wow. Alright. I can yeah. get behind that. Next. Uh, next up is called Clean Em Up! It is free to play, and it is a top-down shooter with neon graphics. Basically looks like Geometry Clean Wars. Clean Em Up! Clean Em Up! Doesn't look too bad, though. Um, You've got a lot of ship customization in this, apparently. It looks nice. Huh. And it's free, apparently? I don't know if that's true, but I'm not seeing a price tag for it, but when I searched it, it said it was free, so I don't know. Doesn't look too shabby. Next game is called Gun World 2. Um, I'm confused by it. Okay. What? What? Uh, yeah, it, I could see sorry. why. Uh, I'm plant confused. seeds grow guns. <laughs> no, I'm deadly serious. Level up and collect gear in this platformer slash RPG hybrid. It looks like Mario, but with different assets in place of like the monsters. It and really Mario. does. Um, it's weird. And it's it doesn't weird. explain yeah. exactly how you do any the of coins these things, are exactly they're the exact same. Ah, this yeah. is weird. 
Okay, next. The least... backgrounds look like they're from Ragar. What is this? At okay. least the game says about this game, the sequel no one asked for to the game nobody liked. Wow, they're honest about it. Next. <laughs> Amazing. Next up is F1 2016. Wow, well, that's a Formula One race, so I think we know what that yeah. is. Next. Next up is Sabersaw VR. If Dude, this is I've good, this kind of looks. This, one. this actually kind of looks okay. Uh, if it's good, it may very well not be. You have two giant laser saws on your arm and shields, and it's basically you defend yourself against incoming robots. It, it just awesome. looks like. Yeah, it just looks like another one of those sort of stand on the platform killing things, but with giant mm -hmm. laser saws. Now that I can maybe get behind. Yeah. Uh, the next one is Return Zero VR, which is a racing game. It's okay. like a Tron looking VR racing mm, game. I might try that. I, I'm into racing games on VR, sound pretty cool. Futuristic, really fast ones sound like mm -hmm. they would be really fun. It does look kind of neat. Uh, mm -hmm. It's fairly basic, but I'll give it a try. Next up is Fancy Slingshot VR. That, Yo. on the other hand, might be something I don't care about, but... Uh, destroy the bottle in a beautiful coffee shop. There are 20 levels where you have to do this. Uh, VR, truly. That is a beautiful coffee shop. It is a nice-looking coffee shop. I'll give <laughs> them that. They nice. put a lot of effort into that coffee very shop. Nice. I, I mean, that looks very expensive. Very it's on nice. you know, Real Engine 4, that coffee shop. Incredible. Next. Beautiful. Next is called Happy Empire. Happy Empire. Help the princess overcome difficulties. Banish the Happily, evil wizard though. and restore the empire. How do you do that? It uh, doesn't look like a hidden object game, but I'm having trouble understanding how it works. It like, literally it also, has no explanation at all. One of the images looks like it's a tower defense game where the objective is to kill food. Yes, yeah, it does, doesn't it? Yeah. And I'm like, what is this? All I all I, I see is under recent updates coming soon, there's a frozen turkey, and that's there's it. There's a frozen I don't know turkey. What the fuck right. this is. Well, the next game is called Guards. Guards, all right. Guards, more guards. Guards. Uh, this actually guards. Might, might be okay. Uh, play a four heroes team. Defend against hordes of monsters. Plan your moves. Improve your abilities. Defeat all the enemies. Okay, I mean, it's a apparently a unique turn-based battle system. Four heroes, three of which fighting on the front line. The fourth is recovering health behind the back of your teammates. Okay, I mean that doesn't sound too unique, but all right. Okay, <laughs> uh, next. The next one, oh, I'm going to be super into. Oh, Ultimate fuck. Word Search 2, Letterbox. It's, it's, it's a word search game, right? Yeah. Yeah, okay, uh, next. The one after that is Hero Generations Regen. All right, so I actually did play Hero Generations, uh, the first edition of it, and it was uh, it was okay. Uh, it was a, a game where you aged one year every time oh, you moved. Oh, I played that too. You played yeah, Hero yeah. yeah, this is a, a, it's a remaster and a re kind of remake of that game. With better graphics and hopefully with more stuff. It wasn't too bad. I actually had a decent amount of fun with that game. So, yeah, I might try that one. Cool. Next up, <coughs> Preston Sterling and the Legend of Excalibur. Uh, yeah. I think it again. just pops up as Preston Sterling. Just yeah. Oh, I thought you said Kristen Sterling. Yeah. Next. Preston Sterling. It's a hidden object game. Next. Oh, this will be interesting. Okay. Max, an autistic journey is the next game. Developed oh, by apparently oh. developed by a devoted dad who made a game with his son about his son's autism. Aww. Which is it's, yeah. Looks like I was done an RPG maker. Yeah, it's an RPG top down. That people are gonna be really mean to him about that, aren't they? That that that's gonna yeah. suck. Um but that's I mean, that's really heartwarming when you think about it, that, you know, yeah, dad would work so. with his autistic son to make a game. That's really cool. I hope people aren't, of course, they're going to be shitheads about it. 
Yeah, I was about to say that's. It's like, oh, did, did you have to release it on the internet? Oh. <laughs> okay, next. Um, well, the next one is Japan Underground Racing, which is a racing fairly game. self-explanatory. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there's actually a surprising number of like Japanese street racing games. I remember playing yeah. like Tokyo Underground on the Dreamcast and stuff. Actually, kind of fun. They have really bad techno soundtracks always, every time. <laughs> like obnoxious techno soundtracks. Uh, Far worse yes. than that. Yes, you have no idea. Yes. Next. Next up, it's called Spell Gear. It looks kind of interesting. A non-targeted multiplayer online role-playing game with MOBA-style arenas, open world to explore. I mean, this all sounds really, really great. It's what is the game called? Not. Uh, Spell Gear. Um, Spell Gear, like a Yu-Gi-Oh card? I don't know. I don't know fucking all about Yu-Gi-Oh. Wow. Full circle. <laughs> Uh, I mean, I always like the idea of any MMO that doesn't do the auto-targeting thing and actually have you aim, but I've never heard of this before, and it seems hyper-ambitious going into early access, so I don't hold out huge hopes for it. I have to point that out. Uh, well, next up, you'll be delighted to know, oh, is called Zombie off. City Defense 2. So we might as well just move on. Are we all in agreement? Hold on, what's it about? What? We talked about this one, like, literally three weeks ago, and apparently it got pushed back to this point. It yeah, just keeps getting pushed. Yeah, Defend the City again. I mean, the actual art style it. of it looks pretty good, but mm -hmm. it certainly sounds here. as generic as hell. Look at all these strats, though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, next. Next up, on August 20th, we have Kaboom, which literally looks like um, Minecraft, but if you gave everybody guns. Mm -hmm. Which already exists. Oh, and it's ripping off everything. Deadpool is in it, and yep. a bunch of characters from Modern Warfare. Basically, it's a ripoff of Brick Force, Minecraft, and every other video game in existence, apparently. It's weird, right? So fuck it's a that weird guy. Thing. Yeah, next. Uh, August 22nd, we have Watching Grass Grow in VR. Go to Prendor. hell. <laughs> yes. Prendor. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, there's some degree of parody to it because it says a thoughtful and inspired VR game about watching grass grow during the end of the world, rain, death, and destruction upon your foes with rocket launch as you fight to the very end, having the most glorious grass in the world. It's like her her meme game, basically, by the sounds of it. Prendor? Bookmarking it. Uh, next up is called Hardware Engineers. Um, uh, simulation game simulation. about managing an IT business, which sounds like it could be entertaining if it doesn't look like it was made Microsoft Paint. That doesn't mean that it's not entertaining, TV. Might, I, I judge books by their cover. That's what I do here. Next. This. Next now up. this. In case of emergency, release Raptor is our next game. Yeah. Yep. So this, this is the is one. Arkin. It looks, it does kind of look like Goat Simulator, I'm going to be honest, uh, but it looks like it might actually have combat of some sort. The one. Be a Velociraptor. Oh, feel like a Velociraptor. Oh, it's procedurally generated, and you fight robots as a Velociraptor, which to, which may very well be entertaining, and Arkin games have made some great games like Last Federation in the past. This does look a little bit Goat Simulator for my liking, though. <laughs> marking it. <laughs> You have a terrible taste in video games. I'm <laughs> mad that they're like, most of humanity has fled. Well, I want to kill humans as a raptor. Tough shit. I don't want to just fight machines. Don't do that. Not allowed. <laughs> That's stupid. Not allowed. That's, I want to eviscerate the intestinal tract of a man. <laughs> mm -hmm. Next. Next up is called Gray Phobia. Hack which and slash. is yeah. a little hack and slash that's just black, white, and red, it looks yeah. like. Yep. Yeah, and another, yeah, another early access game. Yeah, mm -hmm. millions of zombies to kill. Oh, next. And our final game is called Happy Pong. Happy Pong. Yeah. Um, so our conclusion being that this week there's 
sweet fuck all, basically. Yeah, wow. Uh, so we're waiting for next week for... Uh, I mean, just Happy Pong. Basically, Grow Up is the probably the only decent-looking game that's coming out this week. Happy Pong. Happy Pong. No, fuck Happy Pong. And the new version of uh, the new episode of Hitman. I want them to use that quote, fuck Happy Pong, in their trailer. (laughs) Total Biscuit said. I like it. Yeah. Yep. That's all a bunch of junk, with the exception of probably Hitman and Grow Up. So those are the games we played this week. Yep. And and what and that Greek thing, the Greek mob game. Oklos is gonna be great. Yeah, Oklos, yeah. Yeah. <coughs> yeah. Also, but just a FYI, Paragon is going into open beta, I believe today. So interesting. I might revisit that game, see if they've improved it at all. It's definitely faster. Good. They made it Good, a faster game. It was yeah. Obnoxiously slow. I agree. Yeah. Well, that's yeah. about it, I think, for mm-hmm. the show today. Thank you very much for watching. Before we go, of course, we'd love you to go and watch our shit. So. Dodger, what's going on with the channel this week? What's going on? Uh, well, we have a, a new thing with Crender starting in the next day or so, which is what is it? Exciting! You'll just have to. You'll just have if you don't tell us, it. I imagine it's trash. I'm. I know. It's trash. What else goes on my channel, Jesse? It's garbage. It's my garbage. whole my whole channel runs on garbage. Oh, it's garbage. It like not good garbage. Dumb. It's Crender garbage. Prime garbage like, the fact that you won't even tell primo, people what it is we know primo it's garbage, garbage. prime primo garbage mm-hmm. no one will even know what to look for no one even they'll be like <laughs> they won't even they'll forget about it if you don't hype it you gotta hype it dude uh-huh. hype, it. hype it it's primo <laughs> trash all right yep um no <laughs> primo <laughs> trash uh if you were intrigued listening to us talk about abzu I have all of Abzu up on my channel. Yep. Um, as well as uh, the most recent season of Hustle Cat finished while I was gone on my camping trip. So there's lots to watch if you haven't checked out the channel in a while. Otherwise, uh, we're going to just be getting back into our normal streaming schedule and living life, man. Come hang out. It's fun times over here. Primo trash. Primo trash. <laughs> Jesse was coming to my channel this week. Yo, uh, I would love to make videos. I'm trapped in my guys. I'm trapped in my apartment today. I literally opened the door to leave, and there was tape in front of the door. And I was like, "The fuck!" And there were did men. They not warn you that this was gonna happen, or Dodger says they did they when did. I was out of town. They left a note on my door when I was out of the country. <laughs> so I had no clue. I opened the door. There's literally tape on my front, and I'm like, "What?" And they're like, we'll be done at five. And they're just men redoing the floor. So there's literally no floor out there. So I cannot leave my apartment. So I'm stuck here. Dude, the minute they get done, though, boy, will there be videos. When five o'clock hits. This is just so funny to me because yesterday you were like, my voice is back to normal. Let's uh-huh. make some fucking videos. And then you go to leave the house. <laughs> and you and can't leave. <laughs> I can't leave. I literally can't so leave. So you jackasses you with your office. You Why the fuck would you have an office? Jesus, it's fun. You. you get to come in and talk around the water. Why do I want to do that? I can have I my at home and not have to leave the house. It's great. If you walked outside, is there like legit no floor? Just like there are men making a floor outside my door. Literally, yeah. that's what it's the entire the entire upper amusing. like this entire floor. This deck is like gone. I can't I can't leave. So they're like, we'll we'll be done by five. I'm like, okay. <laughs> So when that's done, then I'll go into the office and make videos. And a lot of stuff's coming this week because then next week is Dave Sexio. Get on the train. Absolutely. 
Crandall, yeah. what's going on with the channel this week? What's going on? Uh, I've got some great stuff just now. I released an Amazon coin promotional video sponsored by Amazon. Check that out. They paid me money. It was great. <laughs> uh, also, I'm I going imagine to that was up. particularly good, but okay. <laughs> it actually saves you money. It's great. I've done it uh, to buy like the adventure stuff and everything. Also, check out uh, my going to Canada game with the TB and me. Death Roads Canada. Yeah, Death Road to Canada. I'm gonna Check be out a- going to Canada with me and TB. I'll be uploading that. that later tonight. And then I got Tavern Brawl tomorrow. We got more Karazhan stuff on Thursday. And then I'll probably do a pointless top 10 on Friday. And then we're rolling right along. Or you could watch uh, Twitch, twitch.tv slash Crendor. Amazing stuff over there. You could, you could do that. I stream. It's good. We're over 100,000 followers now. We did it. Woo! Yeah, boy. There are literally 100,000 idiots on planet Earth. That's what this is proven to me. Check, bro. And then, uh, <laughs> yeah. Cool. Uh, probably not much coming for me this week. Going to be a little busy. Uh, but there's plenty of stuff already up on the channel that you probably haven't watched yet. There's 40 minutes of waffling about No Man's Sky, which adds Waffles. on to the other 40 minutes of waffling that we Waffles. did on No Man's Sky today. Waffles. If you haven't already seen it, Snake Oil, uh, the Corruptional Lounge Snake Oil that Jesse flaked out on was hilarious without him there. Oh, so go and check that out. Over. You don't even need me to be funny. No, we didn't. In fact, we're probably funnier <laughs> without you. YouTube.com that's got that. Probably. We do, again, have those two PAX panels coming up, but we'll talk a little bit more about those probably next week since it's going to be, what, three weeks till PAX? Yeah, three weeks till PAX West. So no need to talk about that right now. Yeah, yeah. So you can also check out my new website. Yes. It's called Hearthstone Go Lotto. I yes. found this, yeah. this, this great When will that joke like get old? That's was never. It's really small. Hey. You should also go to Jesse Cox Lotto. <laughs> you can just bet on me. Uh-huh. And, I, and I make all the money, so... <laughs> and then let's all go cowboy camping under the stars and watch the meteor shower. Yeah, cowboy camping it's lotto. Dodger has sold out to big cowboy. Where you go? Sold out to big cowboy. How long Dodger's gonna camp for? Big camp. Big cowboy salad. Dodger has sold out to cowboy yeah. salad. I feel we just have to end this before it gets even less. It just it's just shit. Like let's be honest, it's shit. We're, we're leaving. We've ruined everything. Goodbye. Truck truck lotto. This is great website.